All right, everybody, welcome back into the uh, Average Overlanders podcast in the new year for 2023. Kicking it off, I'm Jared. And I'm Ben. And joining us tonight, we have a returning guest here. Dude, a, a returning time. guest for the first episode of 2023. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be back, it off right. <laughs> the Twig Rig. Yep, Adam with Adam, the Twig Rig on yes. Instagram. Yep, yep. Check him out. <laughs> you like sequoias. Yep, it's it's uh it's just it's becoming more and more of a project every time I wheel it. It's so. always a every any truck you have is a project, <laughs> dude. Exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, but like I feel like even if I get to the point where it's you know quote unquote done, no, it's never gonna be done. This Especially with me, like I read on everything. I'm like, oh, I can make this better and that better. Yeah. C- coming from the guy who's literally wearing a shirt from Cletus about check engine lights. <laughs> I think like, it's like yeah, check engine lights it. and long nights or something like that. Yeah. Long nights and check engine lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you love a project. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, it's a problem. My wife doesn't agree with it all the time. Oh but, yeah, do that. No, I, I still remember just it wasn't just what three weeks ago that it was laying in the dirt oh, oh yeah I, I, I right. no yeah wheels? there was there was a real interesting situation that happened in so between i yeah. had won a set of wheels in at the olaf event a while oh, back yeah. okay you didn't just win a set of wheels yeah. well i won a lot mm. of other you stuff. won everything i think i think it's been talked about a couple times at the or on the podcast rather but yeah i won a set of wheels a demello uh kinetic rope i won a light bar a few shirts, a few you want hats. A, you want a shift pod light? I want a shift pod light that Ben was using for a little while in his shift pod. And there was, was something else that I wanted. I don't remember. But I... He's like so much 50, stuff you can't remember. 50% of what was raffled, I won. And, and I, I'm i never that lucky. So and I'm waiting for the, the karma to money. stab me in the back. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. we, we spent the same amount of money on tickets based. I think you spent like another $10. Yeah, I spent like, I don't know, like 150 bucks on tickets or 160 yeah, bucks on tickets. Yeah, I was close to that. Totally worth it. Uh, yeah. The wheels alone, I, I, to be honest, I would have been happy with just the, the kinetic rope because I was looking at buying one. Right. They're about $200. So I would have been happy with just that. Yeah. And then I won the light bar. And then I won the tow rope, and then I won the, the wheels, pod light. and the shift pod <laughs> and a, light, and just and like and all mug. the hats and shirts and mugs. It was just I, it was wild. Anyways, it was in the dirt. Yeah, so I won those wheels. I for a while was trying to sell what I had on before, so I finally found a buyer. He picked them up, and then it just sat on jack stands. Unfortunately, I don't remember what weekend it was. It was around like Thanksgiving or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it rained or mid December rather, and then it rained real, real hard, and it was in a backyard that was on some stable dirt, but it was kind of soft. And when it, when it rained, it, <laughs> it poured that weekend when it rained. Oh, it did. And then I was like the little four post jack stands and it just fell into the dirt and sunk it. it yeah, it sank. It fell pretty softly from what I could tell. Like the, <laughs> the only damage, quote unquote, that there is, is three bent dust shields for brake rotors. Eh, I just take those off. You don't oh, yeah. Those. I mean, only one of them's like torn, like, you know, in thin metal tears. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Only one of them did that. But the other two were kind of just bent. And to be honest, I didn't even bend them back. I just made sure they weren't touching anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it just did. It just did Mojave just fine. So hey, it captured some uh, what river grass? What'd you call oh, it? Oh, yeah. 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 Swamp grass. Yeah, swamp, swamp grass because it smelled absolutely terrible. <laughs> swamp ass, swamp grass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, Cause you're able to fit, uh, you got some 35s on there now. Yeah, I stepped up to 35s, and I think we were talking about it before, but I wanted to step up the tire size, and you know, I ended up going with Kenda Cleaver RTs and a 3510.5. And where'd you get those? Walmart, Walmart, really? Walmart, yeah, dude. You found them at Walmart, $236 a tire, really. For thirty-five, yeah, a set That's of four 35s for under a grant, or like it was like a thousand and twenty-eight dollars shipped. Wow, and it was like two days shipping. That's so like to be bad. honest, like the review is still pending, like the full review. Yeah, but I've yeah, had them yeah. in mud, I've had them in soft sand, I've had them in I've had them in hard pack, um, rain on asphalt, 
and I have zero complaints so far. So like if I only get 30,000 miles out of them, I'm still going to buy them again. Right. At that price, like you can't make an argument for a 35, not at all. No. They, I mean, they look good too. Yeah, no. Oh, no, they're a beautiful tire. And also one thing that I didn't notice when I bought them was there are two different like sidewall lettering. So like you can have like a more aggressive lettering that's like raised off and it looks better. Oh, really? And then you have that like the inside or outside? Yeah, like an inside or outside. The white sidewall is the same. Used to be white lettering. Yeah. 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 Used to be like white versus black as far as the lettering goes. But now it's like a raised lettering versus like a more subtle on the sidewall. Really? The sidewall sidewall pattern's the same. Um, But like I said, I have zero complaints. And now I'm also on those icon beadlocks that I got at Olaf. So rig (laughs) looks a lot different because I raised the front an inch. Now it's on 35s versus 33s. And I have sliders since the last time I was on here and yeah. rear locker. So a few things have changed that are real important stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you, yeah, you put on sliders because uh, you were on a little trail. And, yep. Uh, learned his lesson. Sliders, learned my lesson. <laughs> Ironically, I actually crunched the body again with the sliders. Really? Yeah. The guy that I'm working with prototyping, he oh. I think more or less he took the length of like a 100 series Land Cruiser or a fifth gen 4 owner, which he already makes sliders for. Um, and then just put the brackets that mount it to the Sequoia frame. And then he more or less wanted me to tell him where changes need to be made. Yeah. Right here where the dent you know, yeah, my body is? Yeah, so, uh, so right it, was like, it was like right here where it needs to be four <laughs> inches longer. See that there and in the back. Every inch counts, bro. Dude, every inch counts. But it, So it ended up basically just being like almost 10 inches too short in terms of like oh, overall wow. coverage, which is a lot. But like when you look at it on the car, it doesn't look that bad just because of the way it's centered. Um, so he should be making a new set for me. But I did crunch my front bumper, or sorry, my front passenger side fender a little bit. So it you is. Can't even is. tell. Well, I can't bent it. I bent it back on the trail, but that was that was from Cold Mountain doing the gatekeeper with too little attire and not enough articulation, not enough protection kind of deal. <laughs> I mean, did it without did it without uh, any sort of belly slider. So everything, all the fluids are still in it. So we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was with the thirty three. So I kind of want to go back and do it again with the thirty five to see, see what the difference is in terms of performance. You know, that'd be rad. So. And that was Gold Mountain, you said? Yeah, Gold Mountain up in Big Bear. So yeah, one, yeah, one that, of the Jeep Badge of Honor trails. Yeah, we drove by that. Yeah, because it has that shale rock, if I remember, and it's like very yeah. sharp. The Boneyard section, I think, can can be known to slice a couple tires, but also there's just some of the switchbacks have some somewhat <clears throat> razor bladey style corners. Yeah. But uh, it did it did all right for its first you know, Jeep Badge of Honor trail and first of many, I guess. <laughs> you earned that badge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I could have a badge, it would have it. So you can order them online, right? Yeah. It, you have to have a Jeep though. No, you don't. You have to go on the app and then like, yeah, you have true. to check in with well, your VIN number at the trailhead. So like a Toyota can't have the Jeep badge of honor. Now, technically my dad is a WJ. I could probably figure it out. Get Nepo. Yeah. He'll, he'll order you one. Uh, yeah. That's a possibility too. Yeah, yeah. Be a little sacrilegious. It might piss a couple people off. That might have be a Jeep badge on it. I think that's the <laughs> move. All the, all the badges <laughs> on the side. Everybody's like, what the? What the uh, <laughs> Furious. No more Jeep waves for me ever again. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to start putting rubber I was going to say, maybe I got a rubber ducky. <laughs> there are rubber duckies on your, your freaking Sequoia. We got to get them like little tree branches. That's what oh, we'll get them. It's like the little air freshener Christmas trees. Oh, we'll just start hanging those on the truck. We could badass. start a trend. Yeah. For the Sequoias. Are, the, 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 it's not a Sequoia though. That's true. Yeah, like, like, what, what, Douglas fir. Douglas yeah, fir. Yeah, like the one sitting here by the table. <laughs> you know, throw back to We're very fest- festive. <laughs> right on. Yeah, well, tonight, I mean, we 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 both had some adventures. Mm-hmm. Or actually, all three of us. But when yeah. I say both, Adam and I Two went on an adventure. Groups, yeah. And then Jared went on an adventure. Yeah. So yeah, a little getaways for the weekend. You know, had the long, uh, long New Year's holiday weekend. So why not take advantage of it? You know? Yeah, started off the New Year right. Let's be honest, out yeah. on the trail. Having a good time. Weekend one, already out and adventure, and I love it. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, no, it was it was definitely an interesting weekend because we had some weather in Southern California. I yeah, mean, they. I, I don't Finally, know, did, you, did you did you guys see what happened in Sacramento? Did you see some of the videos from all the flooding? No. Yeah, weren't they like riding kayaks down the street? <laughs> Dude, people were on jet skis, bro. Hell yeah, yeah. It's, it's like what happens in Florida when they get a lot of rain. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. Start Riding jet skis and kayaks down. The that was in Sacramento. Yes, I mean yeah. it's like a lot of waterways out there, but yeah. Yeah, I remember driving through with you yeah, and the yeah. Mini Cooper on our little adventure, but um, the 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 sides of the highway. Looked like it was uh, the the guy even made a comment. He was like, "I feel like a I am legend right now driving down the <laughs> down the road, like apocalyptic and it shit." It was post apocalyptic, yeah. yeah, man. And um, there was a couch out there, just floating. Yeah, but here's <laughs> yeah, no, well, not floating. No, it was all, all paddling on a couch. The water had gone down the water levels. Yeah, and it left all the debris oh, all yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. So you saw shit like everywhere. And uh, it was funny because as he's driving, I was like, oh, somebody had a street sideshow because there's all the like the rubber marks and the donuts and oh, everything yeah. in the middle of the highway. And I was just like, oh, that didn't wash off. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't going away. So, yeah. No, but uh, we had a little bit of weather this weekend yeah. over New Year's. We needed yeah. it, though. California's so dry. So yep. Rain and snow and all over the place. I mean, even when we were where we were at Mojave Trail, it, it snowed a little bit on us for a tad bit, you know, New Year's morning. Oh, you guys get a little it snow? It melted immediately, <clears throat> but it, was, it did yeah. land on Allie's jacket, and she took a picture, and she had some snow proof. on her jacket. I had proof. Yeah. yeah. I got proof. <laughs> and, yeah, we was... It was, a good, it, was a good, it was a good trip. That was the first time I've ever ran Mojave Trail, Um and I, I already want to go back again, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty the dope. Fuck? There's so much to explore. You can't, like, you could run it once and then go back another time and see completely new, you know, scenery. Well, there's the Heritage Trail that we need to do next that's time. That's the one I yeah. did with the Heritage Trail, and that's a lot of fun. So I guess there's, like, four or five different sections of that trail, and it adds up to, like, 700-plus miles. The, I know the, the Heritage Trail, I think, is three sections, but then there's, like, all the other ones yeah, as well. Like, yeah, so, different yeah. add-ons. I think there was like four. So we went to one of the mailboxes, but I guess there's like another three or four yeah. mailboxes other than that. Yeah, there's a bunch of mail different ones so, out there. Yeah. Well, the I, mail the mailbox was on the the Frog Shrine. That's the one we went. The to. original yeah. Frog Shrine. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, that's, that's like, like the main number one. Yeah, and number two they removed a while back. Yeah, that's at the Goth like, Museum now. And then there's still like three through six or whatever that are yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. So yeah, we had some weather and going back to how much weather we got like up north uh like what is it the, the sierras sorry i was like yeah. blanking on the mountain range um i just read an article that it's the most snowpack they've had in the past 10 years really yeah that's wow we needed it back oh well, well yeah. I mean, there's more coming this week and, and oh next. yeah we're gonna get hammered this week. exactly and guess what next weekend not this weekend coming up but next weekend, I'm going to be in Big Bear because we rented a cabin. Oh, dope. Oh, for the kids. You might, you might have to take this, the Colorado up there oh, no, just we to get there. We were going to take it anyways. Yeah. But yeah. We're going to take the new puppy too. The adventure oh, that's dog. right. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, we pick him up next week. So, anyways. But yeah, so um, I want to kind of hear about your trip because yeah. I don't think we talked about our snow run that we did. You missed out on that mm -hmm. that trip. But, oh yeah, you guys um, went like uh basically did the same route that it's we the did, exact same route but like you did, the weekend before or something like that, or two weekends like prior, right? Oh, yeah, that was the yeah. that was the weekend that I was working on the Sequoia getting the thirty fives to fit. To be honest, yeah, oh, that's it was right. because that's he was right. like, oh, "I'm trying to make it, I'm oh. trying to make it," and he's like, "No, nah, I can't." Not gonna happen. No. Not gonna force it. Busted, yeah. out, busted out a four pound sledge and stalls <laughs> all and made a fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, the the trail that we're talking about is the Burns Canyon Road. Is that yeah, what yeah, it's Burn called? Canyon, yeah, yeah, yeah right where you kind of start out near uh, Pioneer Town, right? Yes, yeah, Pioneer Town out by like Palm Springs area and all that Yucca Valley and everything, you know, near Joshua Tree. Yeah, and when we went, 
um, we went up there because we wanted to do a snow run, but there was no snow on the Burns Canyon Trail. Uh, we actually had to go to Hol- Holcomb Valley to see the snow, mm-hmm. um, but not everybody went with us on that part of it. But uh, yeah. I know when you went, because I saw the video yeah, yeah, yeah. footage and everything, it was <clears> the the storm that came through on us on Mojave. Yep. They we were getting hit at the same time. On yeah. the backside of Big Bear. So yeah. do, do you want to kind of kick it off with yeah. your trip? And, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll roll into it. Yeah, it was uh, so um, myself. Uh, and then, uh, Nepo 4122 and, you know, wife, kids, uh, Camilla and we've had them on the <clears throat> yeah, podcast. They were on the podcast a while back. Um, they're in their, uh, gladiator and then, uh, Kevin, uh, Kate Jurgensen, uh, yeah, TV, Jurgensen TV or, you know, or, uh, Overland Forlow. Um, he had his Jeep as well. And, uh, we, we actually tried to go up, um, the, uh, the other route, the other way up. Rattlesnake Canyon Rattlesnake. or something. Um, Oh, what was it? The highway. Um, I'm blanking on the numbers. Is it 173? The the main, basically the opposite direction we went. Um, where you go up to, we were going to go up into Big Bear and then run it backwards, basically. Oh, the 18. Oh, or 38, yeah. 38. 38, yes. Yeah. And uh, there was a, like, we were, you know, we all met up at our meeting spot, you know, at the bottom of the hill and it turned out there was an accident and they had like the roads were all closed. Like, of well, course. Fuck. So we did. That's when we decided to divert and go out towards Pioneer Town and do it, run it that way. So it was like an, another hour drive to get to that spot to start it off, which actually turned out perfectly because, like, you know, you start out in the kind of desert and you kind of build your way up. And then it it wasn't like that one trip we did where the Land Rover broke down. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that low of elevation of snow, but oh, it, it wasn't. <clears throat> no, no, it took a little while before uh, we got up to the uh, snow. It was there was little flurries. So like it was, it was rad. It just started out perfect. So like right when you're coming up, just before you get to Pioneer Town, you're in those boulders and all that, and there's a rainbow and all this shit. Like oh, it's a good sign, you know. And then, trees and everything. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, then we started rolling through, and it's just kind of nice and you know scenic area. And then it's, all of a sudden we start getting some little light flurries coming in, and then all of a sudden everything starts getting dusted with snow, and then yeah, it just like gradually built up, which was. Which was rad. So, so tell me this because we did it a couple <clears> weeks <throat> prior to you, and it was a little bit more gnarly than like r- ruts and stuff like that, especially yeah. on the hill climb thing and the where the Subarus had to like get some oh, speed a little momentum. To hit it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, there were a couple spots where it rutted out, and then uh, and then where it had kind of like you know there was some snow on the ground. It was pretty slippery. You know, you're, you'd slide like, you know, back into those ruts and stuff, you know, like you're trying to stay up high out of them and slide right back into them and shit. So yeah, it's kind of clay over there. Yeah. What I yeah. yeah it's slick. We ran it once when it was snowing real heavy. Um, that was actually my first trip with the Overland Forlow group. And yeah, it was, it sounds pretty similar to what you experienced where yeah, it was definitely relatively high elevation that it started snowing on us, but it was like all of a sudden it started snowing pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like the higher up we got, all of a sudden just get getting heavier and heavier and all of a sudden we we're just getting pelted with like, you know, big old flakes. We're like, holy shit, it's actually coming down. Yeah. Which was rad, you know? And it wasn't, we, I thought it was going to be like just packed with people. I mean, freaking well, yeah, because holiday the weekend. Going up there. Yeah, yeah. Like there's only one road up there now and freaking, you know, there's snow, so everyone wants to go out to see the snow. Yeah, this was like, it was that, that was like the second snow of the season, basically, too. So I'm, I'm yeah. really surprised to hear that it wasn't a zoo. No, yeah, like right when we got there to the entrance, kind of where you air down, um, there was like three Jeeps kind of parked there and a couple Tacomas or something like that. And then uh, we got onto the trail and then we ran into a group in front of us. It's probably like, there's maybe like six to eight 
rigs in front of us and they were just going slow. And eventually they pulled over <clears throat> and then we just passed them. And then after that, we didn't see any other groups. It was rad. Like, you, know, you know what's weird about the New Year's? Mm-hmm. And we experienced a very similar thing, which was there was no one. On the Mojave Trail. Really? I thought we like saw, holiday weekend. I think we saw four vehicles. Really? Total. Like one, oh, yeah, one and Jeep. Maybe the weather just scared really them away. It must well, be the weather. Because to be honest, when we were all talking about going to the Mojave, when Ben added me to the group chat, my first thing I said was, hey, there's a lot of road closures and like, I'm, I've never done Mojave, so I don't know how flat it was or how not flat it was, but I know how like desert flat gets with a lot of rain like that's yeah, how you, you like mm-hmm. flash, flash floods. floods yeah all of a sudden your car it washed away a mile further <laughs> away from you yeah. than it was when you started <laughs> well we planned it so that we were watching the weather really closely yeah and we'll get into our story but um yeah we only saw a couple vehicles really and one of them was a, a black jeep with a with a girl in it who was lost and oh, shit. she had yeah. her dog with her and it was right by the lava tubes area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was like a crossroads to the lava tubes. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know where to go and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, because all those road closures. Yeah, you shouldn't go out there, especially in that kind of weather by yourself. That's sketchy. And she was yeah. running out of gas. I think she had a quarter tank when you found her. Yeah. Really? Less than, she had 70 miles left. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like. She was not prepared. Yeah, no. And she didn't have any warm clothing. It looked like it looked like she was just in like she's a, like a tracksuit type yeah, deal. Yeah, oh, she, wow. so she was probably, what? 15 miles from asphalt and that section of asphalt is probably another 20 to 30 miles from mm-hmm. anywhere that's got a gas station oh at least and so, i i even yeah, she didn't have a game plan at all huh? no i i didn't know how much gas we were actually burning through because i added my gas and oh god we're already getting into our story but the yeah. whole point is is that we only saw like a couple vehicles yeah, yeah. the whole 150 <laughs> some odd miles we did off-road yeah wow that's crazy yeah. yeah, it sounds like we, you had basically the same experience. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's we weird expected way more. I mean, when I hear it's it's going to snow, it's like I'm trying to rearrange my weekend yeah. to go hit the first <laughs> I, snow, whether I've got the new tires or not. Like, I'm trying to figure out well, after, when can I hit the snow. Yeah, afterwards, I'd be like, oh, thanks for the fucking invite. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody's, always, everybody's, yeah. everybody's all butt-chapped about it because they didn't get the invite. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then they go off on their trails, and then yeah. you hit I it never back, get an and invite. they're like, <laughs> well, 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 well. But, 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 uh. and you're yeah. like and that is why you didn't do the invite no, I'm just no, no. yeah no it, and we yeah it was great like we ended up um we did see one gentleman uh it was funny because like we passed him he was just kind of parked off to the side in, in the jeep you know and did a little wave hey how's it going just kept on driving and then all of a sudden we're down the trail for a, a ways and all of a sudden he caught up to us and we're like oh shit you know you know we got three vehicles let's pull over let him pass you know we might be going a little slower and then he actually pulled up next to us and the same thing. He's like, oh, hey, I'm just kind of out here by myself, you know, and I, I saw you guys come and I figured I'd just kind of tag along with you guys if that's all right. We're like, yeah, more the merrier, you know, obviously join us, you know, especially if you're by yourself, it's safer, obviously. So, yeah, yeah, he ended up rolling with us the rest of the way afterwards. But yeah, nice guy. Yeah, you were telling me about that because I guess uh, he said, oh, I was hoping you would have gone straight because there was more snow. Yeah, we took the uh, the 102 and he. He's like, oh, if you go to the one hundred and one, there's it's actually a little bit deeper snow over there. I'm like, oh, I didn't know, you know. We, just, I know this route and this drops back to where we wanted to be, so we just ran, you know. Did you guys take it to where it drops you, like up by like uh, Lake Baldwin? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so we it was fun. Like we we were rolling. Um, actually got into some snow, which was rad. Um, even like it was beautiful. It was just everything just coated, you know, like you know, just a little everything just coated in white. It was rad. You know, and there's snow coming down pretty much the entire trail. You know, it wasn't super heavy all the time, but like there's constantly snow coming. Um, and we we pulled over uh, by that little mine shaft. There's like a little yeah, mine yeah. shaft, 
And there's uh, actually quite a few up there. Yeah, there's a bunch of them actually. If you know where they're at, um, this one's pretty accessible right from the trail. If you know it's there, you can look and you can see it. Um, and like, uh, I guess they they hadn't seen it before, so it was kind of cool, a new experience for them and stuff. And the kids are all into it and stuff. But uh, you know, they have all the bars in there blocking it off, so you can't go down into the mine shaft. Oh, yeah. Somebody actually like went through and this time I'm like, Oh yeah, it's all blocked off. You can't get through. And like we get up there and like somebody actually like saws on it and like cut oh, the bar. So you could have imagine. actually sque- squeezed in there and cro- I'm like, no eh, chance of that shit, dude. I could imagine somebody <clears throat> taking like a high lift jack and like, yeah, yeah bending <laughs> them off, <laughs> yeah. apart. Oh yeah. No, you could have squeezed in there easy. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. yeah. It's a little, well, we went, when we went a couple weeks prior to you, um, we had a, a the charming forerunner. Yeah. And sh- her kind of job is to kind of monitor those types of things. Oh, for real? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, she, okay. she works for like the National Park Service. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't work for them, but she works for like a, I don't know, it's yeah, so yeah. weird. But she was telling us that, um, yeah, she like makes, goes down the trails and makes sure everything's good. All safe off. Well, yeah. if you're listening, you know. Uh, oh, no, well, you know she's yeah, listening. She <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us. No, it wasn't me, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So that was pretty sweet. You know, it was kind of fun. Stop. Took a break there. Played around. Uh, let kids stretch. Dogs get out. Did you bring stuff. a sled or anything? <laughs> I totally fucking forgot to bring my sleds. Uh, <laughs> Nepo was smart enough to bring some, but uh, we there wasn't like any like deep enough snow to like throw the sleds out yet. Uh, our our whole plan was to finish that trail and then head up toward like you said up to a Holcomb Valley because that's yeah. where most of the snow would be. Yeah, because you go by uh Gold Mountain. Yep. The yeah. exit to yep. Gold Mountain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, like the exits on the north side of Lake Baldwin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we drove by that on the way out. Um but then like we were going through and uh after that little area there's um decent little area a couple of different decent little areas where there's some uh deeper mud puddles to uh play around in a little bit <laughs> oh we did the same ones I'm yeah sure. <laughs> yeah i think everybody hits those you know and uh so we uh you know played around that a little bit you know um i might have played a little too much in those centered um, a little too hard there yeah Bob. centered a little too hard <laughs> and uh yeah so and it's funny because I, I joked around like you know i, I got rid of my land rover because i was sick of looking at all the uh lights on my dash I think I have more light on my fucking Tundra dash now than I did on the Land Rover, but and it's a Toyota. Yeah, yeah. So it. it <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Good old Toyota reliability. No, got um, you off the trail. Got though. me home. Got me home. No, yeah. It started throwing all the lights. Like it actually uh, wouldn't idle for a while, and I had to let it air dry out. Basically, the first thing I did, obviously, pop my air box. That thing was bone dry. A couple pine needles in there, but you know, it was bone dry. Um, but yeah, I just. I had to drive it for a little bit and it uh the idle problem went away but the four low four high traction control abs lights are all flashing on the dash so uh, oh so you had like the equivalent toyota equivalent of the three amigos yeah basically <laughs> the, four, the four amigos showed up so the four amigos yeah yeah so it's just the basically you know the diff actuator or whatever is toast is so. that is that why all the Toyota guys are like gang gangs? Got a gang of lights. Dude. Gang of lights. <laughs> gang of lights. lights dude. Yeah. <laughs> so it was an expensive mud puddle, you know, like seven hundred dollar mud puddle. It was worth it. Not. <laughs> yeah. But I, hey. I kind of had a similar experience in the Mojave Trail. We'll get there. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you uh, you actually we one of our um, the people who has been on the podcast. Yeah. Also yeah, a I, loyal listener. Yes. Yeah. You, Chris. He, yeah. Cosmo he, Rock, where I I dropped I 
drove down there today and he checked it out and he's kind of yeah you're, you're kind of fucked dude that's kind of he did the same thing with his his tundra so he's like yeah i know exactly what's going on here <laughs> just well, bring it back the, tomorrow we'll, we'll order the parts up so. <laughs> that's kind of the beauty of having somebody like him who yeah. has the same truck as you basically yeah well not even that i mean and like that's why i took it to him because he's a solid guy and i i trust he's gonna you know he, he you well, know, yeah you know. i'm just saying because like he knew right away yeah. what it was probably he knew where to start yeah yeah that's, yeah that's the that's the bonus of like making friends with people who have the same kind of rig it's yeah you can he's like oh yeah i fucked mine up too yeah you can say that you don't have to like yeah get into detail like oh just stop stop right there I stop right there yeah. I did that six yeah. months ago this is the exact part here's the part number yeah yeah you do it's right with the job. order yeah <laughs> yeah so it, and like if you're in socal north county area mind a key down in escondido man yeah he talked to yeah he'll he'll hook it up and he'll be honest you know he'll he's a friend of the overland community so that's awesome yeah um so yeah we got back down we um near the lake uh and uh we we're kind of where you normally would air up and stuff like that um we did that and i'm like you know hey i'm we were going to go up to a hogan valley and i'm like yeah i think i want to limp at home <laughs> i just want to get home come my losses now that's where the big puddles were so you missed all the yeah i didn't even get puddles. up to the big big puddles I which mean, is dude, weird that was deep as shit like i'm on 37s and they were underwater yeah there's there's a few that happen in burns canyon when it rains real heavy kind of almost I would say a couple miles into where the snow actually starts to really hit the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, I don't know, I'd say like 20 yards long and they'll swallow a 37. Yeah. Now, not to say like it's like, not to say like you'll get stuck. No, no. But it's, it's, there's four feet of standing water in some of these areas. And people well, don't realize it, how oh, deep it is. Yeah. And well, that's, people, remember, that's where the WJ, remember the Jeep Yeah, we came up onto him and, and he like, hydrolocked yeah. his motor. <laughs> He's like, hey, uh. That's rough. Yeah, see, I, I, cause I remember, I know the, tr I know exactly where you did yeah. it because Nepo had a same video that we had from last year when I went with him. Oh, he was telling me about that too. Yeah, yeah. And like, I remember when he broke the ice on that one and nobody really knew how deep it was going to be. Yeah, he was saying that. So he, he kind of like rolled onto it and then he just fell through and he's like, well, I guess I'm already in. Yeah. So I think Camilla was driving at the time. So she just pushed her way through, but it was. Yeah, he said there were like chunks of ice on his fucking grill and yeah, stuff. Was, yeah. Oh yeah. Wild. I've seen videos of people do that. They they're breaking through the ice and then like their yeah. whole like front end just gets ripped apart. Yeah. Yeah. You almost need somebody with like a metal front bumper to break that ice Push kind through of thing. It. I, th I thought about it, I was like, oh, well, yeah, you can was... fuck up your radiator. A big chunk of ice goes through. Oh, yeah, like rip your front bumper off, your fog lights, everything, like all the stuff that you need to get home safely in the snow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> your light bars. Yeah. Oh, light bars. <laughs> Most important thing. Your, your rap amber your lights. Rap your raptor lights. Exactly. Your yeah. grill's gone too. Mm. Screw, screw the radiator. Where's my Raptor lights? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's man. what happened to me. Like, cause like, is that the puddle you went through? Yeah. Well, there. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. It's <laughs> it's literally like a well, 30, no, It's didn't. like a twenty to thirty yard puddle, and it kind of goes up again, and then it goes back down. Yeah, and then it hits a second puddle. Yeah. Well, so there's four of us, and I was last in the line, <clears throat> and I was lagging a bit. So they all kind of went, and like I was way back, so I didn't even see them go through. Oh yeah. So like they took off and I was like doing some shit getting stuff ready. I'm like, oh shit, I'm coming, I'm coming, I swear. And then like I'm like, oh shit, there he went through. So I didn't see them go through. And if you watch our, our video, like they all creep through. They dropped in all nice and slow and rolled through. I'm like, okay. And I'm like trying to catch up to everybody a little bit. And I'm like, I see it. I'm like, okay, I'm going in. I'm like, oh fuck, this is deep. I didn't realize how deep it was. I'm like, fuck, I better just push it a little bit harder just to make sure I get through. And yeah, I may push it a little bit too hard. I, th I think <laughs> when I did that one, like the water was up over my headlights. Yeah, yeah, I had it come over yeah. my hood. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Nah, you're lucky you didn't do worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every time, every time I hit up my puddle hard enough, I'm like, mm, this could be the one that I lose the most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is this the one? Is this the is one? This is the one that did Because I want to, I want to say there was an event last year, like midsummer, because there was a summer rain 
and I want to say four guys hydrolocked sequoias oh, at yeah. this event. It, and it was it wasn't like a sequoia event either. It was like over the course <laughs> of like over the course of a weekend. It was like four sequoias. Which first of all, there's never four sequoias in the wild yeah, in the same area. Yeah, it's really weird. First of all, they four. they must have all been friends to be honest. But I think two or three of them hydrolocked like the first day. Dang. And I'm like, mm, I need a snorkel. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, I, I worry less about that kind of stuff with my snorkel on my Colorado. Yeah. You know, people call Peace them the, the dorkel. Dorkel. Like, I don't, I, honestly, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, it it's, works. I was, it's like cheap insurance. It's like getting a good alignment right after you get new tires. I wish like, the, you just bought a truck and that motor is $10,000. Yeah. Have, like, under warranty, new car stuff, whatever. It's $10,000 and you spend $100 or $200, even $500 on a snorkel. Well, I yeah. just saved you like a $10,000 bill and a lot of anger and a lot of F words. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I wish that the, the, the Tundra ones are, God, they're so ugly. Oh, they are. They're so huge. Yeah. They, Big, it, massive thing that's sticking off the side and like, uh. Kind of reminds me of the Lexus GX. Yeah, like, just, they, they have massive. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, so I'm not going to lie. A lot of the cars have some just really poor snorkel designs, be, yeah. partially because the stock boxes are in terrible locations. Yeah. Well, there, yeah. there's one company I found that like, that makes actually a decent looking one, a little more streamlined, like tighter to the a pillar and stuff like that. And but every, all the reviews are people just trashing them. Like it's like a shit design or some blah blah blah. It'll not be, enough airflow. My, yeah, my V eight, my V eight's not getting enough air. Starving for air. Yeah. So that's why they're so fucking big. But it just looks so fucking dumb on there. But I might still have to get one. I don't know. I don't a little know. Man. Snorkel upgrade. But oh no, who just got a snorkel? Who? As is Overland. Oh, he got one for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, He's got a four-wheel man. drive swap that car. Yeah, he's got no, everything never, else except never. for four-wheel drive. <laughs> that motherfucker has a snorkel, he, but he doesn't have four-wheel drive. He will run that motherfucker into the ground before he beats a fucking four-wheel drive. To his credit, hey, when has he needed he's four-wheel drive? Gotten everywhere just fine with that two-wheel good, drive. Good point, good point. But I will say runner. he picks and chooses. He cherry picks. I was gonna say I was. I didn't want to like. <laughs> there's no shame in taking the bypass. I didn't want to throw some shade in there, but there's definitely some cherry picking. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, in a two wheel drive, that, that's rear wheel drive, especially. Well, he is. A, he's got a selectable walker. Uh, yeah. Going up to Big Bear in the snow and the ice, that could be sketchy. Oh, yeah. I was gonna oh, say. We I think were, the only reason it's not sketchy for him is because his rig is so loaded down. Yeah, like he's got the weight he's distribution heavy, heavy in yes. back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like he's not into it for the rock crawling. He's not trying to do that stuff. He just wants to, the adventure of going out and finding cool locations oh, yeah. and the sites and getting away from people. And it, it's served the purpose. So, well, the, irony, I mean, the irony behind you don't us need making, a four wheel drive. You can be in a fucking two wheel drive fucking station wagon. Fuck it, just get out there and have some fun. And the, and the irony behind us making fun of the fact that he's not four wheel drive is you and I both had four wheel drive problems this last <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> yeah, Exactly right. Like, right yeah, but we wah, both had problems wah, wah. of is it gonna come out of four wheel drive yeah, or yeah. is it even capable of getting out of two wheel drive? Yeah. Or is it just oh, stuck in neutral? Right. That's right. You got that was, right before the water crossing. Yeah. Right. Right before the end of Mojave Trail, I almost had to rip apart the end of my transfer case. Oh shit. Because <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that. Well, yeah. Like I, I was at, you know, we got to the end of the trail for me at least. And like, that was my thing. Like, cause like all, all my lights were flashing. I'm like, fuck, I hope I can get it out of four wheel drive. Cause I got a fucking, you know, two hour or well, not including traffic, but yeah, two hour drive home straight. So I'm like, I was able to get the two wheel drive, but now I can't get it back into four wheel drive. So I was good at on that point. At least you got out. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they, uh, uh, Nepo and Kevin went on to 
we all went down into the village to try and find lunch. Good fucking luck because every oh place my god, is packed. yeah. Don't so even try the trails weren't busy, but the town the was. town was busy. Yeah, it, plus everybody's snowboarding and they come into town and stuff. Well, that night, I'll bitch all the Airbnbs were booked. So oh, everybody everything was, was well. That's slammed. That's, that's where our our cabin is. Yeah. it's right near the downtown. Oh, this could be a madhouse. Yeah, yeah. It's be a madhouse. <laughs> but they went and did some night wheeling after I left them. You know, oh, okay. So I know. I know. Kevin phone. just posted a video on the K Jorgensen TV. Yeah, over yeah. For a low page, so I need to check that out. I yeah, it's pretty it. good. Yeah, you know, that'll be a little recap of our trip as well. So, um, but then like it was sketch because we had to leave, <clears throat> and uh, they're closing all the roads. It's like chains only, just like, like they were when we went. Exactly. Out. Yeah. So it was chains only, four wheel drive, all that kind of shit, right? And uh, they require chains, even if you have the snowflake on the tire. Oh, well, I guess, I don't know. It, it depends it, on how savvy the guy is. Telling yeah, he's, chains. yeah. Because technically they can require a 4x4 four four, no matter the tire to have chains if it's like R1 conditions, I think. Okay. Or R3. I, I don't know if my numbers are backwards. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> there's like, there's basically three levels, R1, R2, R3. And there's basically that's what CHP or whatever governing body goes over for whether you need chains or 4x4 four four or whatnot. Yeah. Mm. So like we were heading out <clears throat> and my 4x4 four four didn't work. So, but I'm like, looks like a four by four. I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. <clears throat> and uh, all the roads were completely iced over. Oof. And that's, like, that's actually the, the worst part. Yeah. And, and so we're in the backside in the shade. In temps were like it was 27 degrees. Yeah. So everything's fucking frozen. Um, and there was accidents along the road. So you're just stopped and you're going uphill. And all of a sudden, like, okay, we can move a little bit. And there, everybody just slide fishtailing all over the place, trying to get traction. Like, just like, okay, yeah. we got to start going uphill. I'm like, even with, you know, me, I'm like, come on, baby. I was just like, kind of feathering it, you know, <laughs> gas break, gas break. Come on, come on, come on. They're like, just, oh, yeah, we're moving. We're moving. We're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah. And, but dude, the amount of fucking assholes on the road in the fucking, that condition is mind boggling, dude. Well, yeah, because they're all California people and I don't even know how to drive when it's wet, let alone snowy or icy. No, like, okay, so it's a, you know, single lane roads, you know, one lane going each way, right? Yeah. We're fucking at a dead stop because there's accidents up ahead and motherfuckers would literally pull into oncoming traffic. Sorry, children listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's <laughs> properly angering. Yes. Yeah. And parents, if you have your children listening, shame on you. Um, <laughs> that's your own fault. That's on you. Um, you knew better. We are, um, <laughs> we are labeled explicit, I think. <laughs> we should be. But no, so this, these guys would, three different vehicles did this, pulled into oncoming traffic on icy roads and just fucking mob down the oncoming lanes. Because and then would, at the last way? second would like swerve back in wherever he found a spot, just trying to like leapfrog around people. It's like, dude, we're, none of us are going anywhere. We're stuck here. And like, Man. it was, it was sweet, sweet. I bet there are other cars of BMW. Yeah, I know. Well, there's. A, <laughs> I was gonna say, were there any blinkers? <laughs> no, well, in the, in the making of this episode. Was, <laughs> no, yeah, that would be a BMW. Uh, but like, so at, at one point we're sitting there, and then like uh, an emergency vehicle is coming by us, right? Mm. Flashing lights. So we're like, okay, we're sitting there we're waiting, and he passes us, and then this F one fifty with a ladder rack on him pulls out and starts following him down the road, oh, and he's like driving in, you know, in oncoming traffic, and he's just chasing that guy. And like trying to get around everybody. The emergency vehicle. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Falling right behind that guy. I'm like, what a fucking asshole. Would have been really good if he got an accident. Sure enough, ambulance. We, you know, about a you know 45 minutes down the road. Once we're finally going, he's on the side of the road in handcuffs. Good. He is. Yep. They fucking Freaking somebody, good, uh, uh, you know, one of the a highway plate? patrol fucking caught him, and he's in the handcuffs on the side of the road. And we're like, yes. Everybody's like just Sweet so stoked. Karma. So hold on, like how long? Like you said, 45 minutes from well, I mean, when you saw him do it to the yeah. like. When you saw, but I mean, we weren't moving. We're moving like you know, 
mile a minute. Yeah, if that, you know, like we move like five car lengths, stop, sit there for like another like 10 minutes, five car lengths, stop. Oh, because they were probably alternating traffic. Yeah, exactly. They're just kind of letting the flow go and stuff like that. But, but like, he was following an emergency vehicle on the shoulder. Uh, on no, oncoming traffic. On, into oncoming traffic. So people were having to split to oh. let the emergency vehicle through, and he just jumped in behind him and just started fucking following him. And so I bet, bet you the ambulance was like, "Hey, we got some." Yeah, we got a douchebag following us. us right now. And like, oh, oh when we, I was so livid, and like when we saw him, like we were just like so happy. Made my day. I don't even care about sitting in traffic at that point. I was like, yes, made it worth it. Made it worth it, hundred percent. At least one guy got it. But but there was like even like. Once we were up to speed, there's still people like cutting off into, you know, we were moving like 45 miles an hour on icy roads and people were cutting into oncoming traffic on curves. You know, it's at night, it's dark and it's just. I bet you almost all the accidents that happened uh, were from people. Is because of shit like that, probably. Well, remember when we went up with that uh, forerunner? Tony, that forerunner, yeah. he was like blazing <clears throat> by. Blew which, by us, dude. We could barely funny. even see, dude. We're white out conditions. And he blew by us. And, and I still remember Jared and I talking about it. We're like, yeah, that on the radio, I think is what yeah. it was. We were like, yeah, that guy's totally going to get in a wreck. Literally five minutes later, he's on his lid. Yeah, flipped over. Flipped over. And we were like, I mean, he, 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 a dumbass. he fucked around and found out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Before you, yeah. you can find out. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't follow the chart, man. Shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, so, I mean, other than that, like, yeah, we got home finally. Took it forever, but we finally got home safe and all that stuff. And, like, they went up, played in the snow a little bit more, had some fun. So, yeah, it was a, it was a great trip. You That's know, cool, man. First, first snow of the season. Can't wait to go play well, some more. Well, it's actually technically the second well, No, first snow. snow of the season for me. Oh, God. Oh, God. I think that's the first right. chance I got to go play. So. Yeah, because we were trying to make it up for the other one, but then it got really hot the week after and it melted, melted everything. everything. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. We had like a rain shower snowstorm. And yeah. It was the hottest record, like recorded <laughs> early winter days or weeks or whatever in yeah, like years. in the 80s or something stupid. Yeah. It was like, for like a week sustained. Like even Big Bear was up in the like low set, like upper 70s. It was weird. Yeah, yeah it was weird. But then now we have like a crazy storm system yeah. that just lowered tsunami heads. of storms. Yeah, some yeah. weird cyclone. So cyclone, yes, well, yeah, yeah. Fuck, whatever. Jesus. <laughs> More drama. Global warming. We're all dying. <laughs> yeah. Batting down. Yeah. So, but, well, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, good time, you know. Um, and that was New Year's Day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, first of the year, New Year's Day, get out there. Nice. There you go. Yeah, last Sunday. So, yeah, it was fun. Um, and yeah, because like uh, a little jealous because I couldn't join you guys on uh, the Mojave this this time. Oh man! Well, you know what's crazy about our trip, and we're gonna dive in, I guess. Yeah, get um, into it. Basically, we were all trying to figure out like Allie's birthday. That's how it started. Yeah, it's January. And uh, you know, because her birthday is oh, God, she's gonna kill me. I think it was January tenth. She said. She said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, because I had to ask her because I knew it was like mid early January, and then I had to ask her. Anyways. So we we're trying to figure out where we were going to go for her birthday. Nobody could really align on a weekend. And so then Herb hit me up and I was, he was like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, ah, oh, it's New Year's Eve. I'm, I don't know what we're doing. So um, then I thought about it. I was like, wait, we really don't have any plans. I wonder if everybody else can go on a trip to Mojave because we wanted to do a Mojave trip. In anyways. Because we do it anyways. Yeah. Like every year. It's the third year in a row. And so that's how it all kind of started. We started talking about like, oh, why don't we just do Mojave? And then we threw in Adam and then we threw in some other people. And, you <clears> know, yeah. we even... It's a long weekend. Like why the not? day before we added another couple of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally a day before um, I get a call from Jason at uh, Opt Off Road and he was like, hey, do you mind if we invite uh, Avis and, and Rob? 
And I was like, oh, I've never met him before. I said, I mean, I personally if you're going to that off, it, it, but yeah. like we already had a big crew. It ended up being what, like eight cars, something like that. Eight vehicles. Okay, okay. Um, That's about my limit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Any more well, than that would be, yeah. And and it's not because we don't want too many people. No, it's more it just about finding logistics. Campsite. Yeah, yeah, logistics. yeah. Logistics of finding a spot to camp. Yeah. Like we almost ran into a problem on Saturday, like the <clears throat> night of New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was almost a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we could have went to, well, we'll talk about that in a second, but basically there was a campground that was an option, but you had to pay. It was the Iron Range. Oh. It was like 12 bucks a night. It wasn't anything yeah. crazy. And they actually had some killer views, and I want to go back. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. That is an Iron Ranger that I would not mind camping at, because yeah. at the time, there was some good views. Yeah, right, and there was right. and that was actually one of the vehicles we saw on the road was actually there. Yeah. Uh, oh. He was camping in the whole campground by himself, basically. Yeah. Oh, shit. He was in like a white Tacoma or something. Yeah, there, were, there was like one or two in there, but I don't know where they came from because I didn't watch them come in and I don't think they were there when we first got there. So no. they might have rolled in real, real late. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. So, I mean, that's why you don't want to have too many. And so Jason hit me up and I was like, yeah, I mean, I personally have a problem, but let me check with the other two people who kind of like helped me organize this run, which yeah. was Allie and Herb. And I was like, do you guys have a problem? They're like, She's like, oh, no, I like Avis. I know her. I was like, oh, you know her already? Is she cool? Yeah, she's cool. She's great. So <laughs> I was like, cool. And then uh, I hit up Herb and he was like, he goes, <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to take a dab and I don't give a shit what happens. <laughs> That's such a Herb thing <laughs> to yeah, say. For sure. He's yeah, like, I'm going to be blazed up. Yeah. Dude. I'm he's like, I'm going to have a good time no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what he had said. He's got, such, so, he's got such a good attitude. Oh, he's, yeah, he's so much fun to gap with. Oh, he's so chill. Yeah. Um, so uh, I called back Jason. I was like, yeah, we went through some extreme vetting processes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they're good to go. You they barely the, made uh, the cut. Barely, yeah. yeah. I said they made the cut, yeah. But um, yeah, but it really wasn't about the people or anything else. It's just the logistics, man. Yeah, it can be hard. The good thing about Mojave, though, is, is that it's so wide open. Like you yeah. could literally figure it out. Just pull off anywhere if you had to. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to do that when you're in Mojave. Like you have like your your normal spots you can go yeah, to yeah. that are, you know, nice, open, you know, they're flat for like the rooftop tents and the tents and everything else. So because we, we were ground tenting in the shift pods. Oh yeah. Um and some people had rooftop tents and some people slept in their vehicles, such as Adam. Yep. So yeah, I mean that's how it all kind of came together last minute. We're like, hey, I guess we're doing Mojave. <laughs> and well, so yeah. here's the plan meet yeah. up at balancing rock like usual and then we'll go from there i got real lucky i mean i was i would i just come back from a trip i think either the week before or a week and a half before from aruba my wife and i just took a, a you know a big trip Ooh, she was still in a good mood that's what <laughs> it was. She, no I, to be honest oh, yeah, i kind of right, like right. banked some brownie points like <laughs> going to aruba and like being in a good mood the whole yeah, time yeah, like yeah. oh this is great i love this <laughs> i didn't just spend five thousand dollars but this is great <laughs> <laughs> um and then she, and i was like hey so like do we have plans for new year's and she was like no not really and then she had to work one of the days and i was like well i'm heading out after i go to work like as long as you're okay with it and she was like yeah that's fine so she let me go and like I, no problem. Got the all. green light. Got the green light. That was great. Um, and it ended up, like I said, it, it was about eight cars. So there was Herb and his GX, Allie and her Forerunner, Mike and his flatbed Tundra. Um, he Avis got some and, killer footage, by the oh, way. Oh, he did get some good footage too. I didn't realize that he's he's like an influencer at heart, and he didn't even know it. Yeah, Mike he, was? No, he Dude, Mike is. Yeah. Oh, he like will like scurry off to places and get good video and photos, but like not like nobody will know that he's doing it. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Dude, he's he's he's, <laughs> he's quick Shit. and he's quiet. <laughs> Dude, he's ninja. So so it was kind of funny. On uh, right after we crossed the lake bed, Herb and I were talking, and he comes up to me. We just found camp and everything, and there was going to be a sunset and everything. He come, Herb comes up to me. He goes, "Hey Ben, 
what's the over under on Mike climbing that hill right there? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to say, I think Herb's timing was wrong, but he had the right idea. They were like, oh, five or 10 minutes. I think yeah. it was like 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But Herb was on the money because he was like, Herb is Called very it. observant. Yeah. And so he was, and I, I recognize it too. Like yeah, yeah. Mike would go off and like all of a sudden we'd see him in random places because we went to like the first. Hey, that's good. You need first, that guy in your Like Fort Paiute, right? Yeah, Fort Paiute. All oh, of a sudden yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like across the river with his dog and he's like up in some cavern. We're like, what, you, what the hell Mike well, and, and he did the same thing on New Year's Eve night, like where we camped. He was on top of this monstrous boulder. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, like I had said, like, like oh, it, yeah, you can get to the top. I didn't think that anybody in our group actually was actually going to get there it's like that a four night. four-story building height. Oh, yeah. It was easily 40 feet in the air. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was Just, He was high enough to the point where the fog started phasing him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of funny, but Herb goes, "What's the over under on on him doing that?" I was like, "I don't know." We I, and then we started talking about it because uh, he took a dab and he's like, "Dude, we should start a website, Overland Bets, <laughs> like like sports." That's betting, trademarked but for by Overland, the way. Nobody, yeah. no, nobody take that. Can't, that is can't trademarked. Take it, sorry. Overlandbets.com. Yeah. So then, so Herb was like, "Yeah, fifteen minutes," or I was like, "Yeah, he'll yeah. be up there within the next half hour and whatever." So and and he was. He got some. Good he was during golden hour too. So like, yeah, him and Allie well, just walked to the top and then they just started like taking some killer footage, dude. Yeah. Well, do like nice pan shots. You need that because otherwise nobody else is going to do it. You know, I'm terrible at it. I, I, I am so bad about it. I, I and feel I was so like, bad when I post too because I'm like, oh, this is none of this is my footage. Yeah. I just repost. Exactly. <laughs> I was funny because I was calling, I was telling Jess, I'm like, fucking Ben, like every fucking video or reel or story or post has it's been all from my somebody footage. else. <laughs> Because Ben wasn't doing any, he was like reposting alleys and mics yeah. and herbs. I was too and busy coordinating and leading the fucking <laughs> Yeah, trail, no, Ben, well, ben know, did become like the de facto leader, whether it was intended or not. I know, that's he's not daddy, happens. but yeah. But I mean, it's just, you need <laughs> Trail the, daddy. Yeah. I need, I need, I need <laughs> trail to daddy. You need to get you a shirt, trail daddy, like <laughs> slap a bumper sticker on there. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag trail daddy. Hashtag trail daddy. Yeah, that's baby. right. I like but that. You need that. The the photographer yeah. guy to kind of you know document it. It's always nice, you know, like you know. Well, Mike wasn't even on Instagram until Ali forced him to do it. That's why he's doing it. Ali's well, like and grooming half the him. Half the people that follow his page don't even know that his name is Mike. I, I don't think his name is anywhere <laughs> on the account. Tundra. It's just flat. It's, it's flat just flat. The tundra. I mean, well, to, to nobody fair, knows. To be to fair, be fair. Uh, all the people I know, like uh, Rafa, before I actually knew his name, he was just Taco Trooper. Well, yeah, yeah. most people I don't know by their real names. I just know them by their handle, their Instagram handles, because like usually how you get to know them until you actually meet them in person. You yeah. Know? But then still it's just people don't ask for their phone numbers anymore. They just say, Hey, what's your Instagram? Hey, what's your Instagram? Yeah. What's your gram? Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's anyways, Mike, Mike is actually doing really good. And then he went out after we got back from Javi trail. Yeah, he's in like superstitions or something like that. Yeah, oh, he's back out again. Yeah. Cause yeah, he picked up his son and him and his son went around and it was kind of funny because even his off. son, <laughs> His son is taking the footage of oh. him doing burnouts in the sand and everything. Oh, I was rad. like, dang, dude. Well, at one Mark. point, Mike even jumped out. He's like, oh, okay, guys, I'm going to jump out on this corner. So, like, stay high. It's a great corner for, for like, throwing a roost. Yeah. Oh, I and saw I'm, that one. And I'm like, I'm like this guy is, like, the quietest guy on the mic. And all of a sudden, he's like, I got video of all of you <laughs> yeah. people. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I, I didn't hear any of that. And I don't even know. What I think you were you were one of the first ones through the canyon. Oh, and he yeah, was up yeah, farther. He down. was back towards the back, so uh, he he was probably like the fifth from the back or something like that. Yeah, I was leading the pack the whole way, so uh, uh, until I took a few wrong turns and I radioed <laughs> to people, and then they took the don't turn follow me, right. <laughs> stupid <Yeah>. Gaia. <laughs> I know, well, because it took a minute for Gaia to update for some reason. Really? Like, all of a sudden, I'm following the little thing and it's moving along, and all of a sudden, like you follow the pink line and the pink line goes left, but you, you're still going straight. <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute, I wait, didn't know I was supposed wait. to turn there. Yeah, because it, it updates, it lags. Oh, well, at least. 
used to did on mine. But anyways, so um, I mean, we've talked about the Mojave Trail many times, but what was different about this time was obviously I went with a new crew. Yeah. The only holdover from last time was literally Allie and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else was yeah, almost was everybody, addition. everybody except for the opt off road crew. So that's, you know, I mean, Jason and Kristen and their, and their two kids were, um, you know, Mojave Trail virgins. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they, I, I guess Mike, Mike's been before, but. Oh, he has? Yeah. He did it with Allie, I guess, sometime. The way that he made it seems like him and Allie had been out there before. But whether that was what, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, hmm. I, I don't think they did Mojave together. Cause maybe I might have misheard it. Yeah. But. He may have been out there before. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he had so. been out there and they, they had talked about it or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you guys had a pretty uh, diverse, like as far as vehicle wise, diverse yeah, group of so, uh, rigs. Yeah, so yeah, like I was saying, Herb, Herb had a G. Herb has his, you know, beautiful GX four sixty Taj Mahal dialed. Chateau GX is what I'm yeah. gonna start calling him. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had a rice cooker this time. Oh, he bought the rice. He had a rice he cooker. Bought, he bought a rice cooker because he was uh, gonna buy an air fryer. Yeah, and then he was like, oh "It's pulling God. too much wattage." <laughs> he upgraded the. Uh, do you yeah. talk to Tony? No, your power like, solution. No, it was more like power thirteen hundred amps or some. Yeah, crazy watt, yeah it's like yeah, it like thirteen hundred watts, and his his he's got like a twelve hundred watt max oh, on his inverter. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, but yeah, so he's he's Chateau GX as far as I'm concerned now. Um, <laughs> Allie was in her Forerunner, of course. Mike was in his flatbed Tundra. Um, Rob and Avis were in a, I'm not going to lie. It was a badass rig. That thing's sick. It was a Ram 3500 single cab long bed truck. They took the cab or the, sorry, not the bed long, off. Short. It wasn't in a short bed. It was a long single bed. cab, single cab, long bed. Yeah. So single cab, long bed. It had a flat bed on it. And mm-hmm. on top of the flat bed was a four wheel campers. I don't know the exact model, but it had like the pop up top. It, it, I, it was not. Ta- it, it yeah. wasn't a slip-in model. It was no, like a, no, no. supposed it, to be on a flatbed yes, with how wide it was. Specifically for a flatbed, yeah. Um, at the side entry on thirty sevens rear locker. It was like a fifth gen Ram. So if you know what that means, like a twenty twenty Ram. Yeah. It was, it was Newer, a beautiful yeah. truck. It was a diesel baby. Um, big old diesel truck. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it did better than I thought it would in like the soft sand, fast. You know, yeah, he was floating. He was moving. It was moving. he aired down quite a bit. Yeah, I well, think I think he said like eighty. PSI. Yeah, he runs eighty yeah. psi in the back because he rolls down the highway at twelve thousand pounds. Yeah, that's fucking eleven thousand seven hundred or eleven. Yeah, moving that much weight like through the dirt and like controlling that much unsprung weight, so like the axles and the tires. That's 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 that's. It was a nice rig. He's got like a full Carly suspension, some Thurin parts in there. If you're a Dodge guy, you know what that means. Um, and then, like I said, the four wheel camper, and it was we used his Starlink to. Oh, he had Starlink. Send, yeah, he had, he had nice. Starlink. I'm not gonna lie, it was very impressive. I was gonna say, uh, how to how would that? Like work? I like I've good. I've used satellite yeah. internet, absolute garbage. Starlink, hundred percent recommend it. Oh shit. Oh yeah. I he was guess. like the connection's okay, and it was like seventy megs down. And that's I was better like, than my house. That's better than that's better <laughs> than my condo. Yeah, right. <laughs> But uh, and then internet. <laughs> Bye. other than him, other than him, obviously, Ben had a ZR2. I had my Sequoia. Um, Jason had a Sequoia. Jason had yep. their Sequoia out there. Uh, and then Bronco. they also had their Bronco out there on 30s. Oh, they bought both. It, okay. It's Fat Betty. Fat yeah, Betty. yeah, Fat Betty. That's what they named it. Well, Avis Fat named Betty. it Fat Betty because yeah. it's, it's a wide girl. It is oh, yeah. as wide as that Ram is. Really? Oh, every bit. With the, with the tire. Oh. I think you said, yeah, he's got like negative 44 offset on some massive method B locks. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're, 40, he, they're 37s. Yeah, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna take those off, he was saying, and then drop it down to 35s. And they have to. Make it more. Oh, really? But, but I think even after, even after the... Rebel rally that they're gonna do. I think oh, they're gonna, oh, they're well, gonna they do. got a flat tire today. <laughs> they oh, came yeah, out to yeah. their rig and I saw a video and then like their <laughs> their tire was like Meow. yeah. I think yeah. So but it was probably the rebel. You have to have, you can't run over thirty five, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. The overall, it was like stock. It was like stock vehicle tire size or something. Yeah. Like whatever is offered by the it's yeah. rules. Yeah. yeah, 
But it was, yeah, like you said, it was a very diverse group of vehicles. Um, it got a little interesting, especially with the Ram, because oh, um, yeah. over the years, Mojave has that, you know, the the mountain bypass at the very yep. beginning, right after, what was it, Fort Paiute yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, after Fort Paiute, yeah. And you take that around, and there's one section that's off camber that, like, angles towards the cliff, yep. and it's pretty steep, and if you're wide... There's, you run out of road. And there's yeah. always a washout right there. That's and where the, it's the road out. always washes out. Yeah. yeah. And so there was some like railroad ties, I want to say, some like yeah. wood. Yeah, railroad ties looking. They tried, to, build they it tried up. to like build it up, but it, like yeah. I, that's a 12,000 pound ram with dynamic weight going across that. Oh, like yeah. we were a little bit sketched out. He was really sketched out. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He, 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 I could tell in him if we weren't. Very. If, if, if Jason, so because he knows Jason outside of, you know, all of us, right? Mm. And then he had, like, basically just met Ben and I the day before. The yeah, before and I'm like, yes! Yeah, We're like, yo, you, you got this. Like, the Sequoia's really leaning. He's like, you fool, I'm in a giant ram. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, I, I, to be honest, I think he was at the point of saying, like, no, I'm good. We're going to go back down. I think <laughs> he was I, yeah. real. He's, I, 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 I saw him standing there, arms crossed, looking at it like, gears turning in his head. And I was like, no, 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 now's the time he needs the motivation. <laughs> and then Jason, Jason was like, no, this is, you got this, it's fine. Yeah, and then, he, and then he basically just said, "Worst case, him. worst case, punch it and yank it left." Basically, yeah, yeah. To, to be honest, when he he went through it, pedal through it. Yeah, when he went through it, he crawled through it pretty slow, and it was very stable. Yeah, here's yeah. the thing. I here's saw the, the video thing about his rig. Yeah, his rig, and I think it also has to do with him and his comfortability with his rig and pushing the limits. But obviously. You want to be safe. No one wants to die. Yeah, yeah. We didn't want don't to have to recover yeah. a twelve thousand pound vehicle. If you're not comfortable, vehicle. don't like, do it. Yeah. We're almost like, okay, just hop in. We're leaving it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but, I was gonna say, I think only one person had a winch, and it was him. <laughs> yeah. so I think if anybody, if anybody, it would have been him winching himself out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You beat an anchor. Yeah, but all his electronics got fucked anyways. But yeah. <laughs> but um, no. But the thing is, is that my whole point is this: it's the driver's how comfortable they are yeah. in it and he's driving it and he's like man it feels tippy adam and i are looking well, at it we're like that's that doesn't look tippy at it's all it always feels worse when you're in it exactly y yeah your, your perception is totally fucked when you're inside well the wild part too is he was on the low side yeah because obviously he, you know, yeah, dry, it dips towards the driver and it raises dipping, real yeah. high on the passenger and usually the high side is the side that feels really uncomfortable yeah yeah, but when you're staring and down... And he's already oh, top-heavy. Yeah. That thing's top-heavy. And it's very yeah. top-heavy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't blame him. Oh, no, not at, not, at not at all. Like, if I was him, I would have shit a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, everybody out of my way, don't talk to me. Yeah. Mash yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> that's, and that's that's almost like, basically what we told him. We're like, dude, just take it high, cut over here. Hug as tight as you can the, to the more, passenger. The higher you keep going away from the canyon the more you're going to tip and then that's going to yeah. force you to tip. Yeah. Cause at a certain point you have to basically just commit and turn into it. Yeah. And basically he reached that point and, and he's like, just get out of the way. I'm going to goose it real quick. And he goosed yeah. it. And like and I he said, did. he was, Took he his was time. very stable. Yeah. Very stable. So we made it he through that. Um, and then we made it up to the top, but it was, it's been rutted out big time, especially near the top. Like there yeah. were some vehicles coming down that they I, had to stop for us to come up. I'm not going to lie. I would personally would say that the rutted outness above that washout was worse than the actual washout. Mm. Uh, agreed, but depending visually, on wheelbase, of course, visually with a canyon and you staring yeah. down, like, like staring down the yeah. barrel of loaded gun, kind of thing. Yeah. It, psychologically, yeah. it was worse there, but from a tippy point and from yeah. a rutted out point, it was way worse up top. Mm. Yeah. So, but we made it and we mobbed. Once we got to the top, we just started mobbing because everybody was like, "Phew, yeah, you know, <laughs> let's, let's get some miles away from that scary shit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and that was probably the scariest part. And that's always the scariest part is just doing that little pass there because everything else is pretty easy. Yeah. Um. I mean, you have the water crossings at the end, but yeah. um, the railroad company that you know filled it in or 
Yeah, it was yeah. railroad company. Yeah, they yeah. filled it, it rocks. in. That was the smelly, stinky, stagnant Oof. water area. Um, but uh, the other water crossing was much less than it was last year, even. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead, but like the obstacles for Mojave Road isn't that bad. No, no, no. Your I, biggest I, obstacle is just distance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it <Fuel>. is. <laughs> I, distance and like, to be honest, when I had heard you guys talk about it, I was like, it can't be that washboard. No, it's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. The washboard the, the chop, annoying. The chop is bad. Washboard's bad. It's the like whoop section where you're like a lot of the six miles of whoops, but you're going like yep. five miles an hour through yep. these things. They're fucking monsters. And yeah, they're, like, they're big old three, three, four foot rollers that are uneven. So yeah. like, you do three and then you speed up and you're like, oh, shit, there's oh, six I'm more. Oh, I'm all fucked up. Yeah. I was, we were cruising about 12 miles an hour through there. Yeah. So yeah. We, we averaged an all right speed. I think it's because most of us, like nobody had a really short wheelbase car. But like no. that would have been bad. Yeah. Yeah. Even Allie was like, "Oh my god, are we done with it?" It's like a roller coaster. She's like getting like we, sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a last time I did it. We had a group and we had kids and uh, a vehicle behind us or in our group had, had to stop and like we'll catch up to you guys because the kids all got seasick. Yeah. They're like it'll do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Like, no, give, and I give them Dramamine and stuff. I'm like yeah, we we can't. We'll just catch up. We'll I think I even made a comment. I was like, yeah, it's like lulling me to sleep. Yeah. Well, that's exactly how it is. It's like and you're going up. Up and down, up and down. And yeah, you're like for bounce, six miles. Bouncing off yeah. of 10 and 15 miles an hour, just up and down, up and down. Yeah. But I mean, it's a really pretty. Oh, it's um, beautiful. Yeah. That's like my Especially right Especially bef- right before you even get to that is like, I didn't, like, I've been all over the United States, mostly driving. I've never looked at it from that perspective where you're like a thousand feet up from just this utterly massive expanse of land. That is like untouched mostly. Yeah, it just goes on. And there's just like one trail here, one trail here, and then there's an asphalt highway right in the middle. Yeah. And it, it was insane to like just look out and see, I don't know, 12, 15 miles. And it's just, you can see this this road that we're going to take that just winds. Road. Yeah, it just snakes on through. Yeah. It's wild. Well, that's why I stopped there because yeah. it's a great photo op. Yeah, you can line up all yeah. the rigs. Oh, I get and it. You can kind of see it and everything. So we were all taking videos and stuff, but um, that's like my favorite area. That was when we were coming down from that one big boulder campsite on New Year's Eve. Um, it was New Year's Day. We made our way down that way. Yeah. But um, we were we were hitting 60 miles an hour yeah. on that dirt road. We nice. were just mobbing. I think, yep. I think I got too far ahead uh, a few times. <laughs> I was actually well, having fun. I was goosing it, man. You, you got to let the ZR2 breathe every once yeah, in a while. Yeah. I know. Well, well, it was I, nice, I, too, because like all the weather, the wet sand, like you don't have no all that dust. dust to deal with. Actually, yeah, that was, that was great. I mean, like that's another thing to think about. Like when you've got eight vehicles on the Mojave Trail, <sighs> if it's dry. Yeah, you got to be spread. You're literally going to be spread probably almost 10 miles. Yeah. Yeah. By the time you. Total. Like when you're on a fast section. Front of course, to rear, right? yeah. Like if everybody's able to do 60. Well, there's going to have to be like a quarter gap. mile between everybody because you can't see. Yeah. So luckily we had just enough wind to where there was a little bit of dust. It wasn't like blinding. It was breezy. And then it was just bre- comfortable breezy one most of the time for the trail time. Nice. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. But yeah, not a lot of dust. And I mean, we made good time because we actually were ahead of schedule um, the the last night. And, yeah. and that's why we decided to make the trek across the, the lake bed. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. That was actually interesting. That was. I think that was the, the the that was actually in my mind the sketchiest part. I would say with not pretty knowing what or? was going to happen. I, yeah, yes. I was going to say it was probably the most quote unquote. It could have had the most negative ramifications. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> but, pun intended. No pun intended. Uh, 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 yeah, but okay. it was. Yeah, but it no. ended up being okay. But it it was it was fun in my eyes. Other people who were a little more slippy and slidey than I was were like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So, so I mean, it's not really an obstacle, but it became one only because of the rain that yeah. came the night before. Yeah, I mean, you're on a lake bed. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and well, Salt Lake Bell, Salt Lake which Bell. Yes. also comes, yeah, comes we'll talk about that. Later. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was about 2.30, 3 o'clock, and I was like, dude, we can make camp here, which is on the other side where they have like the green mill, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We've camped there before. The first time I went, that's where I camped. And it was nice. And then when I went back last year with Allie, we camped in the sand dunes behind it, which was really not that far. It's probably another like five minutes. Well, Allie was like, well, we kind of want to leave a little bit earlier the last day because, you know, some people have things to do. Yeah, whatever, get back right? early. Yeah. So we made the decision across the lake bed. And in hindsight, I would have been like, no, nah, we shouldn't because if somebody does get stuck, we have That's two a hours long before fucking dark. Night. Yeah. Well, and it, it was two hours on a fresh day with no weird clouds, and we were fighting on and off rain that entire day. Yeah. It's mm. so like the, the visibility was like it already basically looked like it was sundown. Oh, like, wow. the, yeah. like it was basically yeah, like the sun yeah. was already disappearing. Yeah, it was it was looking that way because of the clouds. Yeah, and all so the cloud cover. In hindsight, we probably shouldn't have done it for safety reasons, but we were safe. We made it across. But the the thing to think about is when you're on comms with that many people. I actually had a moment where I was nervous because people were sending traffic. Oh, uh, and they were like talking about like clogging oh, up the I'm channel. I'm yeah. slipping and sliding, blah blah blah, and I'm trying to call out obstacles because I'm lead car. And when you're crossing the dry lake bed, there's like some ninja drops yeah. and bumps, and you can actually mess up your rig out there on yeah. that. And with a 12,000 pound ram going across some soupy silt, salt yeah, he mud, ain't, he ain't stopping. He ain't stopping. To. He's a freight train. Just keep going. That's what I told everybody. I was like, listen, spread out, keep distance, and keep pace. Yeah. Because we were going to keep a pace so we don't get stuck. Well, I started getting a little bit nervous because then the sun broke through the clouds. There's the water shine from the puddles all along the area. You can't see anything because it's coming in, and all of a sudden you're hitting these glare. puddles, and they're splashing there, the and they cover your windshield. You're instantly blinded, yeah. and I don't know what's next. So yeah. I was like calling out on the radio, and people were sending chime. I was like, I was like, hey guys, bump, 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 and then all of a sudden, like they were talking about something else, like oh I'm slipping inside, blah blah blah, Whee! and then it's like all of a sudden <clears throat> I heard that somebody launched. Was it Allie? Somebody had launched, and they were like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming." And I was like, "Well, yeah, if you it might, it might have been, traffic. it might have been, Her it might have been Herb." <laughs> oh, it was, it was right, it was Herb. And so, so Herb was like, "Damn, I just hit a huge bump again," and blah blah. And I was like, "Well, oh. you know, don't clog the line." And I actually had to, I kind of like, yeah. I felt bad afterwards, but I was like, I was like, "Keep the line clear, keep the line clear." I'm trying to call out obstacles, keep it clear. Trail daddy. So yeah, I was being trail daddy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like. Like, like literally, safety first, you it's know? a safety thing because yeah. we're coming into the sun, there's puddles, there's drop-offs, and we're in soft mud. Yeah. Well, and, and one thing to keep in mind, too, is like there were people running ATs that were both aggressive or not aggressive. There was people running like a hybrid like I was, mm -hmm. and then mud trains. Everybody that was on mud trains or RTs was hunky-dory. There, yeah. there was no like concerns of being slippy. People with all trains were sliding a little, and I, I had a little the, slippy and slidey. Like Ali, she's got the Toyo AT2s, which are on her super aggressive AT tire, and she hit a spot where it just kicked her ass end out, and she went all of a sudden like ten feet off of the center of the trail. Oh shit! And then just like Cut back dr in. drifted it like Lightning McQueen in cars, and then fucking <laughs> pulled it right back on. Yeah, she she fun. I, I but... heard about it. I didn't see it, but yeah, she was talking about it. She's like, "Yep, I couldn't do anything. I just let it happen because I couldn't do anything yeah. about yeah, it." Yeah, she's like, "I waited till it gripped, and then I got back on the throttle." <laughs> yep. So yeah, I mean, the, right. the good thing is, is that Allie knows how to drive. So yeah, it's 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 always nice when you have a group of people that knows how to drive. 
Uh, they may not know how to use comms, but they. Know how to <laughs> I was gonna say when <laughs> when you said it, I was like, oh, he's got a really good point. I probably should stop talking. Right now. I was one of the people clo- clogging oh, the comms. Yeah. Oh, you were. I 100 was. This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> fucking asshole. Well, um, but yeah, but I mean, but in reality, I mean, when you gr- when you're going across something where you have to have like constant communication and you're the lead car, you're calling out obstacles, you're calling out safety oh, yeah. hazards and everything else. So I mean, even in the the washboard areas that we we're in the in the washes yep. themselves. Like there's some crisscrossing of lanes, and we actually kind of went into a situation where we were, you know, people are coming across on the right yeah, hand side. Yeah, there's traffic out there still. Roller yeah. footage, yeah, yeah. which oh, is gotcha, really gotcha. cool looking. When it all works, when it works, yeah. and then all of a sudden, I'm not looking in my side view mirrors because I'm assuming everybody's driving. And all of a sudden, I see this Sequoia mobbing out of nowhere, <laughs> and and I'll let you tell it because I don't even know what happened. I was just lead car, and I was driving, and all of a sudden, I, I see oh, this. Oh, where like, you can split up and run along. Yeah, I mean, so, so yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. basically like Akatia. I know what you're talking about yeah. running through big old washes, <clears throat> right? And standard desert practices, wide open. And you just you hang out wherever you want to hang out. Yeah. So Ben was on a spot that like his wheelbase was fine on, but my shorter wheelbase was beating the crap out of me. So I jump over a track. And then I look over a track again, and Jason's in his Sequoia with yeah. his GoPro hanging out the window. The roller footage. So, yeah, so yeah. he's getting roller footage, and I'm like, oh, I know what he wants me to do. So I just mad it. Yeah. And I so I, and <laughs> so like I take off a little bit, and and I didn't realize that Ben was kind of starting to slow down a little bit, and we were already doing like 50 miles an hour. Right? We were mobbing. We were we were we were already yeah. moving pretty good. So <laughs> we were already moving pretty good, and then. I see Jason, so I speed up, and by the time I look down at the speed, I'm doing like 70, 75. And then I look over to the left, and Ben and Mai's track just—they merge. They merge into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was to the point, like with the newer tires, like I can't, like I don't have the power that I did before. Yeah. Like I could see Ben was like, commit, commit, and I was like, I can't. Like this is. I was like, commit, commit. And I was like, this is not going. This is this is not going to happen. (laughs) So (laughs) the moment I looked over at Ben, I matted the brakes. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm seventy miles. I'm seventy seventy five miles an hour. Six thousand pound car, like trying to slow down in sand. Yeah, in sand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and it, we, we obviously ended up being okay, but lesson learned in that one, maybe look a little further forward and keep an eye on that more. And and honestly, we never were in a situation where it was going to be catastrophic. No, we, we could have, we we could have both stopped. It would have been fine, but lesson learned for me being a little overzealous. No, I mean, I just didn't know what was going on because when you're leading, you just assume everybody's in a straight line, like marching ants. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just saw it and then I, I saw him and I was like, commit, commit or don't commit or don't like just do something no. because I'm doing the same thing I'm doing. Yeah. Cause if we both mash on the brakes, then we're just going to go. Yeah. 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 Some, yeah. And that's kind of why, like I matted the brakes and didn't change. I didn't change what I was doing. I was like full break and yeah. Ben, saw committed. Me, ben yeah. saw me slow down. So he sped up. So like we basically had that unspoken understanding of what we were, each other were doing. I saw his front end just die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dump. Yeah. I think I was probably like on the snubbers for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was, he dumped it. But I mean, the, the whole lesson learned is just comms, um, understanding, you know, spatial awareness. Because on me too, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> it's on me too because I should be looking in my side view mirrors. But um, you know, I was leading, so I was a really, little tunnel vision going. I on. was actually focused more on don't accidentally hit a ninja rock. Uh, which are rocks that just appear yeah, out, of out, out of nowhere, or like yeah. a ninja whoop, yeah, like or a ninja whoop because a lot it's all blending from color, yep. you know, and it was the middle of the day, so you don't really have shadows, and so it was just like I don't know, so yeah, but I mean overall everybody was safe, everybody was fine, yeah, um, it, just lessons learned. We mm-hmm. get across the dry lake bed, and our our vehicles are just 
covered in Not mud. Not so dry lake. And <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it, but somebody said people were throwing like 30-foot roosters. Yeah, oh, so, so the, the Bronco, like we talked about, is as wide as the Ram is, mm. but they also took the fender flares off. Yeah, I think no fender wheel wheels. So, so yeah. basically, like, they've got this massive, you know, 37, 12, 5, yeah. and it's... Mud terrain. Like, the majority of the tire yeah. is outside it's the open body. Open wheel, yeah. I'm talking like two-thirds of the tires outside the body. Like rat rod style. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it basically, cars, it yeah. looks <laughs> like somebody took an X-ray and threw it on tons. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. It, it, no, it looks, it looks, it looks great in like a yeah. that's kind of stupid way, but like, I kind of like it at the yeah, same yeah. time. Like, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of dope. Um, But she literally wasn't goosing it at all, just keeping consistent throttle, throwing 25 foot rooster tails. Well, that's what the muds are supposed to do. They're supposed to. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're clearing out. And yeah. They're doing they're doing their doing job their and they job. did it really well because yeah, yeah. she even said, she's like, no, I was glued. I was glued to the road. I had no slippage. And the big ram basically was the same was the same case. Like he had, you know, big, super meaty mud trains on there. And he's got like the Nitto mud grapple. Yeah, he, he's, he's got the Nitto tires that almost look like the monster claws, but yeah. like the entire tread. It's real. It's real funky tread pattern. Um, he says they're great. And and he even made a comment. He's like, man, these tires only last like 15,000 miles yeah. on this rig and they're not cheap. But when I go through the mud, that's when I know I bought the right tire. Every penny. <laughs> Every t- he's like, he's like, it was worth it. How did the RTs do? So mine, to be honest, I, I had no problems at all. I felt yeah. like I, I, I felt I was almost as glued as the mud train guys were. All right. All right. So it's like bent, like I, um, like I saw Ali kick out way far and I was like, I have no problem she I, essentially hydroplane yeah way right yeah so, yeah. I mean, so um, for people who don't know stuff about tires right like the all trains are kind of supposed to be a jack of all trades rough or an rt or a hybrid or whatever you want to call newer, it or a rough train which is kind of like a newer <clears throat> school of thought right mm-hmm. few tires are made in that classification technically so the kendas that, that i'm running they're kind of a hybrid between like the center section is going to be an all train and the outer section is going to be like a more of a mud train style yeah more great. you get all the bonuses of both classes and then you have full bore mud trains. Mm-hmm. So there was only two people running full bore mud trains, and that was the Bronco and the Ram. They definitely had the most grip in that situation. And what mud tires are supposed to do is is grab the mud and then fling it. They don't want to hold on to it. Yeah. yeah so when you'll see like when you'll see in, yeah. yeah, what you'll see with a mud train is they have big open chunks of their tire tread section. And when they're going through the mud, when it's on the ground, it's got mud in it. But the moment it leaves the ground, it throws it. Yeah, opens so, up so, that tread. Yeah, again. it opens up that tread patch. You get that grip. Versus an all-terrain, they actually are designed for more of like a snow water focus where they need to sipe the water out and actually in the snow, grip the snow and hold the snow in the tire because snow grips snow better than rubber and snow. And they're even like like soft sand, like you're like, like exactly. laminates or something, they're almost they're better because you have more of a contact patch. Exactly. You want to float more but, than dig. But yeah. with but with an all-terrain, <clears throat> like the tread patch is so much tighter, it doesn't release the mud. Yeah. So, so Ali's tire. Tires, yeah. Exactly. Ali's tires essentially turned into slicks. slicks. Yeah. That's when what she, when she, too, she, she, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when, and when she parked, like it, she literally, it looked like she had F1 tires on her, on her yeah. forerunner. Like yeah. there was no tread definition at all. Yeah. It's like, I understand why she got kicked all sideways. Yeah. And I, I, and, and her, I think her tires have more miles on them than mine. Yeah. And yeah, so it's a she, lower tread. Yeah. yeah. And her tread pattern is a Toyo. So it's, it's a very tight tread pattern. It's way less aggressive than what you've got going. Yeah. Cause I almost feel like her tread pattern is like, it's an all-terrain. Yeah, the it re- Falcons. Yeah, it re- actually remind her tread pattern reminds me of the original Falcon all-terrains. Yeah, that everybody complained looked like a street tire, uh, and that's what I had on my Land Rover, and I actually loved them, but yeah. it looked kind of stupid. But <laughs> uh, but all but Falcon came out with their AT3Ws. Yeah, and those things are awesome. I've never had an issue, mm. and even when we were crossing the muddy area, 
it slipped for maybe half of a second, but everything yeah. else, it was it, it gripped in the mud. I only slipped in a little bit of an area, not as bad as Allie. Yeah. But when I got to the end, same thing. It looked like I had F1 tires as well. It's all packed in. Yeah. 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 It's like just a difference in understanding like yeah. kind of what setup you want to run on your rig is and if you're gonna do a lot of road miles, an AT makes more sense than an MT. But yeah. maybe that hybrid is Yeah, for the few times you actually hit mud or something yeah. like that. Or and and then the flip side of that is again, you know, like a mud tire tends to suck in the snow. Yeah, exactly. Kinda and everybody kinda thinks have it to, is a snow tire. Yeah, everybody thinks no. big, aggressive tire, but it's really good in the snow, and that's uh, the exact yeah. opposite, actually. You kind of want a tire that's got, you know, less spread on the tread patch kind of thing. So Yeah. yeah. So we, we get through the, the dry lake bed, and then afterwards we realize, oh, shit, we have to camp one more night, and everything's covered in mud. Yeah. And it, it's It's disgusting. All the door handles have the salty mud in there. I still have mud in my door handle because I have like the pole handle. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I still found some even after all that pressure washing and all yeah. that rain. I still have mud in the door handles. You, you will for like the next year. <laughs> well, to, to be honest, I'm just glad. Season. I'm just glad that we're not the Bronco or the Ram because like they were throwing the meanest rooster tails and they got it all. They got it on the roof. Mm. I know. Could I you imagine washing them? Yeah. Could you imagine washing a four wheel camper on top of a flatbed on top of a Ram 3500 on top <laughs> of 37 inch tall tire Air extension ladder out it's there? Like a, it's like a 15. It's like a 15 foot tall rig, and he's got to <laughs> get mud off the roof. Well, I'll tell you what. He should go where we went. But oh, he's dude. not going that way. But we'll talk about that in a second. That spot in Norco is the spot. So. <laughs> Yeah, it is the spot. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so we made it across, and the mud started to dry a little bit. But then that night, we actually got some rain again. Yeah. I didn't realize it. And um, I walk, I woke up in the next morning, and all the mud is wet again. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Not enough rain to wash it off, but yeah. enough to keep it moist. Yeah. Moist. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so that that was the night that uh, Mike and Allie went and climbed the little dirt mountain that oh, uh, yeah. Herb and I were making Scenic, bets on. Uh, yeah. yeah, watch yeah. watch the sunset and get some golden hour video. I don't yeah. even think they knew that we were taking bets on. Uh, if well, they had no idea. So oh, really? <laughs> I was gonna hear it be like those assholes, those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it was just funny because Herb, yeah, like, yeah. what's the over under on Mike climbing that hill? Well, yeah, because like when we went to, when we went to Fort Paiute, I had to tighten something on my Sequoia. I had like a rear link that was listening up so i was underneath my rig and then all of a sudden i see that mike is like 30 yards away in a cave and yeah. nobody's near him he's just by himself well he's got his dog with him this is him and his dog because everybody's like where's mike and all of a sudden he's like i'm over here, I'm over here. and he, and he, he <laughs> got a video of a cave and then like pans out and sees all our cars in the parking lot and we're like oh okay it was kind of cool he's, he's a cool. secret little influencer i love it <laughs> no no honestly mike is a, an influencer at heart he yeah just uh, he just found his calling yeah exactly nice. so anyways he's a really cool guy i'm glad he came that's my second time camping with him okay. he actually went on our arizona adventure to sedona and then up there oh yeah right and, and right. i felt bad because um it was one of those things where it was more driving than wheeling mm. and i think this time it was quite the opposite he got, got i was got almost like fill. mike give me a redo we're gonna do more wheeling <laughs> than driving well kind of the same thing but not road miles yeah so um it was, it was a great time and his tundra always does great so yeah. I think we did. We yeah, it ended up being 159 dirt miles or something yeah. like that. I think. Yeah. So he can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> Not I, that he would, but I'm just saying. Yeah. No one can. True. Um, so yeah. No. I mean, other than that, I mean, was there anything more eventful? I mean, after the mud situation. Uh, when we were down by the railroad tracks, I had an electrical problem. Um, I was this is the next day. Yeah, next day. Yeah. Other than other than the the river or the riverbed crossing or sorry lakebed crossing, it wasn't eventful that day. But the following day we. Get out, have some fun. We go see the miner's cabin with some soft sand kind of Which thing. Which I've never seen before. 
Yeah, that was oh, okay. That was that was I really to be honest, that was probably one of my most enjoyable parts of the trip. It was really cool too because to get back to there, they have like these sick like motocross berms. Oh, yeah, you're, you're yeah you're talking <clears throat> like minimum like a ten foot tall berm that you can ride up on the top. Oh. Get your all car sideways. all in super super soft sand. Yeah, and yeah. It was it was kind of tacky because it was a little wet, which was nice. Perfect. Yeah, because that means you know it's a little bit rutted though. It was a li- it little so rutted, rutted, little rutted for sure. It well, especially when you're like the fifth rig going through, and we had a group of eight. Yeah, like if you were at the back, I, I was the last one up, and I was like, Jesus, <laughs> thanks guys. <laughs> Yeah, so was, I made I made I made, I made sure me. to be the first one out. <laughs> yeah, I was the, I was the second one in behind no third one in. It was Jason, Allie, yeah. and me. But it got super deep ruts, and yeah. I, you, like you want to get up on the side, but you're stuck in the rut. So yeah, it's like, yeah. eh. but it was it was good. I think I think Jason got some pretty good GoPro footage. Um, I'm still waiting to see some of that because he had he had a really good video of us out basically all exiting. But that little miner's cabin was cool, you know. He um, gave, he gave, okay, so yeah, the miner's cabin. I'll, I'll save this for after because it's in chronological order. So go ahead, miner's cabin. So like, uh, was it was it Spaghetti Moon and Lasagna Sunrise? We were like, you, what, ba- I didn't even know what you were talking so, about. So basically, you go to the miner's cabin and like people have left like either souvenirs or like memories oh. of like why they went there. And so like somebody had like, there was a couple dollars that were like on yeah. there with like writing on it. Like when like a previous group had come, had, you know, had gone in and, they basically took a nail out and just put the nail back in with the uh, like dollar bill or whatever. And I was like, Oh, everybody's putting one dollar bills. I got a two dollar bill. And we like, we <laughs> didn't know what to do. And, and I ended up finding one, so I was kind of bummed. But um, <laughs> we were trying to figure out like what to write because we didn't know. And like, there was kind of a joke like hashtag triple locked. Yeah. <laughs> with, with some fireside, uh, was with some campfire side um, conversation. But we were trying to figure out like what to say. And then Rob was just like, spaghetti moon and i was like lasagna sunrise and we were just trying to figure out what to write <laughs> we didn't end up doing anything it was just like us being stupid yeah, i yeah. didn't but, understand what they were talking about i thought that was written somewhere so stupid me <laughs> now, look, look I'm, in, I'm in the cabin looking all around for some lasagna sunrise <laughs> or whatever i'm like what the fuck are they talking about i couldn't find it anywhere so um and also by the way for our listeners if you go on the mojave trail and hopefully you do it soon um in the miner's cabin i left our new sticker in oh, there okay and it's uh, it's a freshie, and it's got the QR codes for our Instagram as well as our podcast. But I left our oh, new cool. sticker in the logbook that you write oh, in. Oh, gotcha! Yeah. So I left that as like kind of like the bookmark. So uh, if you Did, find it, you can take it, and you got a new sticker. Do you guys leave anything in the mailbox? So the mailbox, I was actually going to yeah. say, I was in the oh, same yeah, vein. Yeah, yeah. So we went back, and I couldn't remember where we put our orange sticker with the topographic, yeah, it's yeah. Like our more famous one. Um, it was still on the post. Is it still on there? It was. Oh, and rad. somebody kind of partially yeah, covered it up. Yeah, it gets covered, yeah, after yeah, a while. And, and somebody partially covered it up with like a Monster Energy M. Yeah, of uh, all things. Of all things. Monster, I'm like, Monster Energy. fucking really? <laughs> so then I took our new sticker and yeah. put it right above it. Oh, cool, cool. And it kind of covers some of the M. There you so, go. Yeah. All so right. I, I had two on there, nice. I put, I put my frog in there, so I had... Oh, I, tell I, me I had, about your frog. I, okay, so, so Ben was like... I've never been to the Mojave Trail, so they're like, "Oh, don't forget your pennies, don't forget your frog, don't forget this, don't forget yeah. that." The penny can doesn't exist anymore. By what? The, way. the penny can's gone. It's gone off it's the Joshua Tree. They have like so. some shrine for some guy that died that people are like laying pennies on, but it's not the same. Wait, so like the little turnout here where the penny is, and you drive by, that's gone. Yeah, it's, it's gone. gone. No penny can. Did they move it to like the museum? They Possibly. Must, they must have. I hope so. It's probably like a whole lame, couple hundred dollars dude. in there with pennies. Dude, last time I went, that thing was like overflowing with pennies. Wild. I don't. I, okay, I have an issue with the museum. Okay. Only because it's like, leave it the fuck out there. Well, no. I get both reason, sides of it. <clears throat> the reason why? why the museum is there, it, well, 
they were going to like all like the frog monument they were going to throw it all away they saved it and said okay throw it away the BLM, part, yeah, BLM park oh. management. They wanted to clean. It's up not the like Joe from. It's not an actual monument. Like it's just trash to them. Like oh, they're they're junking up the area. We we need to clean all this shit up. So they're going to throw it away. And they're like no 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 no. We'll take it. We'll move it to the museum. Okay. I, I think part okay. of it is like okay. a lost in translation me, thing. Yeah, let yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Let me retract my <clears throat> statement. Yeah. My issue is is people wanting to get rid of it because yeah. it is kind of like that draw. It, it is the, well, kind of like the fun, fun of it. Yeah. Well, it's not hurting anything. Give it some thought to like the people that would support like the gnome or the frog or the duck monument or the penny can. Those are all the people that are the ones that are supporting like Corva. Yeah. Yeah. The same people who want to go out there and be a part of something bigger than just their group are the same people that are, donating money to Corva, reposting all the Corva posts to try to keep everything open, supporting the land management teams, but the land management teams are just looking at it differently than the people. They do. Yeah. The thing is, and, the I, and I think that's monument, the real lost in translation. Part. Yeah, and, and the Frog Monument was never dirty. They were, I never saw trash around there. It and that's one thing that I kind of wanted to touch on too. It's yeah. like when we went there to look at the frogs, like none of the frogs were doing, th- like you can buy figurines that are doing things that like the public probably oh, shouldn't see. You know yeah, what I mean? And none of none of the things no, there were that. very respectful. It was all yeah. like, oh, that's a cute little frog monument. And that's yeah. that's kind of what I brought. Right? So back to my dope frog. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was I was messaging Ben. I was like, is this too much? Like, I don't know what to expect. And he's like, that is way too much money to spend on that. So I found one that was way cheaper, right? Yeah. But it was the dope little like bejeweled frog, like hand oh, painted. Red. And it was actually like, like, a, like a jewelry case. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. you know what it reminds me of? Imagine this. A dope ass if you jewelry will. case that your grandmother gave oh, you. Yeah, like your it, grandma went to it, like to like Spain and found yeah. like a souvenir to bring you back. Yeah, that was like perfect, really nice. So we put it at the head of like you, the frog army, and now he's the leader. Ben got a really good picture where like it it really exposes the frog really good, and I'll have to post it one of these did days. You, yeah. Did you put your name on it? I didn't. <clears throat> oh yeah, see, like that's why I want to go back to like. You know, we wrote our name. You write your name and your the date on the bottom of your frog, and you kind of put it out there. So if you go back, you can be like, oh, there. I mean, if somebody has the same yeah. frog, you can be like, oh yeah, we were back out here, and yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I like about <clears throat> the mailbox too. Is you put your sticker up there. It was really cool to see our sticker from last year. Yeah. Because so much. I mean, it's almost like a memory trigger. So it's like I remember what I was going through on the last yeah. trip, and my life is a complete one eighty now. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's kind of interesting. It's almost like a a, a memory trigger. So yeah, it's like, look, like, like looking at it. a picture because like you're seeing it again for the first time. Yeah, yeah. in a long yeah. time. It's like Facebook memories. <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> Three years ago, you were yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, I just got one. This was four years ago. It was my wife uh, laying on Sam. Oh. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I mean, so uh, I retract my previous statement. My issue with the museum. My my issue is with people wanting to take away something that actually means something to others. Yeah. Yeah. And the museum's preserving that, so I appreciate that. Yeah. But I don't like the fact that it doesn't exist anymore like the penny can. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You know? And they used to have the Mojave bus out there. That's gone. Well yeah, that's they moved the, that the to Goffs. It's in the museum museum yeah. what I'd heard. Because they were gonna trash that also. They're like, oh we gotta clean up the desert. Let's scrap it. And they're like, no, 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 no. Bring it over here. We'll I, we'll we'll take care of it. I feel like it would have gone a different way too if they were like, hey, off-road community will give you guys this much time to like make this like a presentable happy place yeah like we would like there would have been people out there we would in, be out there instant. oh yeah people like, okay, well, what, do you, like, what do you want the bus to do do you want the bus to have paint on it yeah okay we'll paint it yeah do you want it to be like environmentally friendly paint we'll paint it like with yeah. the special paint like they would have figured it out right yeah so like i feel like if they had given it up to the community to figure out like how to keep it clean and how to manage it without 
outside intervention, it would still be there. But I can see people and, too, because in certain areas, even going out to Akatia and everything else, yeah, like there's couches and stuff. Like, well, you don't want it to be trash. trash, yeah. But like for monuments, like the Frog Monument, the Penny Can, little yeah. things that you go look forward. If to, anything, like they should just interest. like fence it in or something and make it an actual national, like a, not national monument, but an actual thing. You know, put a little plaque out there and say this is what this is, and keep it, you know, regulated in a sense, yeah. so people will come out there and clean it. And well, and another thing that I think about is those points are so far from asphalt fault that like the shitty people who leave trash like genuine trash don't go out don't far. go that far yeah. no they, they, they're, they're, they're gonna, gonna go 100 yards miles of the whoops yeah. we just talked about that make you seasick just to drop off a couch well and, and how far was the penny the penny can's what 20 miles from from paper yeah. yeah easy 20 miles easy and it's like through joshua trees and razor chop and washboard like, yeah and it's the guy that, it's after that fucking like cliff drop off yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Like exactly. So, yeah you're not gonna have the guy in like the crappy toyota pickup truck from the 80s drop his couch off at yeah. that yeah so that kind of tells you that like the people who started doing that well, had a different intention in mind yeah and even like after they, they moved the frog monument you know to golf and all that kind of stuff and People came back. And I want to say there was probably 60 frogs That's there. what I mean. It's, it's oh, yeah, still going to happen. You know what's different, though? Mm. The, the last year when I was out there, they had the Rubber Ducky Museum mm. right next to the Frog Shrine. Oh, there's a bunch. When I went but there. But that's all gone. There was supposed to be a gnome shrine, too. Yeah, I didn't, what, I didn't there, there was a, a matchbox car one. There was the frogs. There was the gnomes. There was, there was a it bunch was, of them out there. I would say it was 95% frog, and there was a couple matchbox cars, and then a couple ducks. Oh, wow. And, but they were all in one area. Last yeah, it was all in one underneath one bush. The, oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because like you have to kind of walk down that trail, and you get the one, you go a little farther, you find the next one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was off to the side. Yeah, but like now it's just the one frog shrine, and that's only because yeah. everybody knows it as the frog shrine. Well, yeah, that's what so. And everybody started like building off of that, making other shrines and stuff. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm really into matchboxes. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, so yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, we, you know, you had some issues with your your four wheel drive on the last day. Yeah. So last day, obviously, after we finished having all the fun in the soft sand. Um, we start doing some of the water crossings towards the end, uh, at least just going through like the canyon, canyon next to the railroad tracks, right? Where there's a little bit of water flowing. Um, and I didn't have any problems there. I had it towards the end, towards the last two water crossings. Mm. I went to put it in the second to last water crossing in four wheel high, just cause I run most of the time in two wheel drive, just cause it's yeah. less stress on the drive line. Yeah, whatever. Um, and the transfer case gets stuck in neutral. Ooh. So... Every you once in a while, nowhere. yeah. Every once <laughs> yeah. in a while, my Toyota, because like the old Sequoias or like the actuators, like the weak, the weak link of the four wheel drive like actuation system. Um, and I know, like I know how to fix it because I've read about it. If it happens, and I was ready to, but I had never like had it take that long to shift. And I didn't know if it was because we were on a grader a little bit, so I popped it into neutral, started to roll back, put it in reverse, yeah, like trying to yeah. do all the typical yeah, yeah, electronic, yeah. you know, transfer case goodies and mojos and and, and tricks. And uh, transfer case gets stuck in neutral. Oof. So I'm like, okay, I know how to fix it. It involves a vice grip wrench that I don't have, but I can probably make it happen. <laughs> yeah, um, Big deal with what you got. So Jason gets out and he jumps in my truck and I start tapping on it with a hammer. And then I spin or with like set of channel locks just because I had them in my hand. Um, and then I spin the front drive shaft and I feel the front drive shaft lock in. So I know it's not the ADD. So the uh, actuator up in the front diff, I know it's not that. I feel the front drive shaft lock in. Um, and then he starts rocking it back and forth to try to make sure everything's okay. I have somebody pushing on it and, and it eventually 
locked in, but I'm guessing something just got a little wet and I need to pull it apart and clean it out because it's probably got 20 years of shit in there. <laughs> and I've never taken it apart. I've never serviced it. It's not usually like a you know quote unquote serviceable item. Yeah, yeah, it's not something but it, normally. But it's electronics that over time will corrode. So what some guys do is they basically just take them out, pull them apart, make sure none of the parts go flying because sometimes there's like a spring in there. Mm. Um, but basically they just brush it up and then lube some of the contacts with some dielectric grease and slap it all back together. Um, and that keeps the electrics, you know, working properly. So I'll probably end up doing that uh, in my upcoming upgrades because <laughs> one thing that Mojave did basically highlight is that I need to do some, I need to basically do a front end rebuild on my, so I, I haven't had it that long, but rubber quality has been pretty bad. And with the 35s, like I'm dealing with more weight up there, being yeah. jostled around. And, and after 150 miles of washboard yeah. and everything else, man, like even my truck is hating life and it's a new truck. Yeah. So I, I need to basically replace the lower control arms because those bushings were clunking around. They were talking to me for like talking. the last, I don't know, last 120 miles they were talking to me. Get, that 160 yeah. miles of dirt. It's good for, <laughs> um, he was good for 20, 30 miles. Yeah, it was good for 20 to 30 miles. Now I made it out just fine, yeah. right? But yeah. uh, it's it's making some noises that need to get handled. Um, so I'll be going actually through opt off road with that jason and, and oh, Kristen nice, nice. Okay, yeah up. seriously i mean if you if you need any parts Toyotas, like upgrades yeah. i mean our Obviously. whole thing for the average overland is we always talked about like you upgrade when you break something yeah, yeah. so this um, is kind of the situation and you're gonna upgrade yep i'm gonna do some upgrades and uh they're they're great people like uh, jason knows a lot he's been in the industry a while um he's been in like the desert life for a long time He's he's mainly a Toyota guy, but I know he's got ability to source other parts. So yeah, yeah, obviously. If he if you know if you're a Ford guy and maybe you need some Duro bumps, I know he's a Duro bump dealer. So like oh, he's just, got a ton of them too. Yeah, so he's so he's got a ton of that kind of stuff. So I mean, it might not be listed on his website, but he might be able to source it for you. Um, and they're great people. Um, I would in a heartbeat go out and camp with them again because they're such good people. Yeah. Um, I have yet to camp with them. I, you've gone out a bunch of times, and like I was going to try to go with you in, to in the Borrego, and I just yeah, we were has, like, haven't yet to cross. So I know. It, are they going to be out at a King of Hammers? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll camp with them then. Yeah, I mean, um, we we literally met up at the Olaf event in person. Like I was talking to them online, like in Instagram. I, yeah, before. I kind of. I guess I can't technically, but I didn't really. That's get where that. we met met them in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ever since I've then, I talked like, to them then, but like, yeah, I didn't on a personal level. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Opt Off Road. They they we, we talk about I or at least I talk about them a lot, but they're they're a family run business, really knowledgeable, a lot of good stuff. So if you have any parts needs, go through them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. At the very least, they can help you with recommendations in a broad stroke as far as like what brands they do and don't trust, which is huge, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, with, yeah. with the Overland thing being so big, if you have a car like a Tacoma or a 4Runner or even a ZR2 now, Tundras. Yeah, they like, do stuff for mine too. Like they, they, they've got stuff for almost everything or they can get so. their hands on almost <laughs> every Yeah, Ford stuff, right? But not only can they get the parts, but they can also tell you like from an, from their perspective what they see issues with design flaws they don't like things that are better about x brands lead longevity times. lead times prices uh better valving stereotypically for like this brand does it really well and this brand maybe does it well but not as well as other people kind of thing yeah um so that's really good to like bounce some ideas and like jason can help you dial in your setup and probably even save you a few bucks while you're doing it yeah because he's gonna Say hey, don't make this mistake. We everybody's done it. Don't do that. Yeah, do this instead. <laughs> that, All right, that right. kind of stuff is invaluable. I mean, Jared yeah. and I know. Like even when we're doing uh. stuff, we're like, hey, we have newbie overlanders or whatever. And they say, hey, should we do this? And Jared and I are like, 
No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, it sounds great on paper, yeah, but, uh, but you know, don't yeah, like, do it. If I had talked to him ten days before I bought my parts, I would not have bought the coilovers I have in the front of my truck right now. Yeah, I would have bought a different brand and saved probably two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. buy once, cry once. Yeah. I mean, exactly. You talk to somebody who knows who's been yeah. down that road. Knowledge is power, man. Yeah, you, you've yeah. done it. You've you, you know already wasted your money. So you know. Listen yeah. to yeah. Talk to people, you know, get their perspective, and, and he's definitely one of those guys you talk to. Yeah, so. yeah. And then, so so other than my slight electrical problems, the Ram had some electrical problems too. Not um, his fault though, but it, not even remotely his fault. It was basically the company that built the rig the first time. Mm. Um, his well, I don't truck, even know who did it, but not we're not going to put him yeah, on blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had said a name, and I I think to be honest, I don't necessarily think it was like a, they did it like on purpose. I think it was just like an afterthought. They didn't finish, but um. He had oh, some. Okay. He had an They were probably problem. like, "Oh, he's it, probably not going to go through that much mud." <laughs> <laughs> he's never going to use this. Yeah, yeah, everybody that we build these for never uses them, anyways. Um, <laughs> but uh, he had in like an electrical connector for, or a couple electrical connectors for like parking sensors that are no longer even on the on the rig, and they were like half the plug set up, so they weren't watertight, and basically they had just over time corroded. Like it wasn't just from Mojave. Like this is from them having the rig the built the and them actively using it. And it just so happened to be that probably the salt made it extra conductive. And <laughs> yeah, was, he was basically having like his body control module, like having a weird ground and weird grounds do Dude, all kinds he of lost, weird things. He lost the ability to go up and down on his windows. Yep. Oh shit. The, the heater <clears throat> just turned on. <laughs> yeah. The whole, all kinds so, of yeah, he, he was saying on. when it was running, he would have no control over HVAC, but then when he would shut it off as it was turning off, it would full blast heater. Oh, that's what it was. So, yeah. So basically his body control module. So all the stuff on like yeah. new cars that control like headlights and doors and door locks and HVAC and all that stuff. Basically that was grounding out and was causing weird electrical gremlins to pop up here, there and yonder, depending on how wet or like how muddy <laughs> or what kind of voltage. How corroded. And things. Like, yeah, it was, I mean, that's exactly what happens when they keep a bad ground. It just sends I love new cars. weird Messages like his his dashboard was lighting up like your tundra was when you were in big bear yeah but, but the thing is, <laughs> yeah. is that you know we have a group chat going on still for it um i think we're just gonna keep it for next year oh for sure um, <laughs> there's some good content in there yeah, um definitely. but uh he he sent a picture of it and it was yeah just the two connectors and he fixed it it was an easy fix but he had to drive all the way back to utah because that's where they're from oh they're yeah shit. They they sand, sand hollow so they're on the side right, right, but, but still um yeah, he still had to drive back to utah he was he was actually going to stay down here but he was like you know what same thing is you you aired up and you went home because all your christmas lights were on yep. uh he did the all same the thing yeah yeah so he went back and they're gonna come down for king of the hammers oh nice yeah. nice if and i would say if anybody wants to check out this tundra his instagram is overland underscore v1.0 he doesn't have a tundra you said oh, i'm sorry tundra is in my yeah my head he's, yeah he's actually got a ram he's tundra. actually got quite a few rigs i think they have four they have a rock yeah, crawler a third gen tacoma third gen tacoma they've got a the jl G. diesel ursa minor set up it's dope. And then they've oh, got Rubicon Diesel, yeah. Yeah, Rubicon Diesel. And then they I think that's that's Avis Jeep. They oh, the JK it little Jeep times crawler. Avis Jeep. And then JK. And then yeah, they, the JK is on like thirty nines. Jeez. And then They're the Tacoma's just on thirty threes. I think that's their more mild build. And then they, they've got the Ram. They said that if they were to do it over again, they should have brought the Jeep uh, Myers. What was yeah, it? the Ursa Minor set. So they they would have brought her her mm. diesel JL instead. Oh, uh, okay. That would have been probably their their quote unquote perfect rig. And they said really? that mostly because the Joshua Tree Forest Yes. Oh, the height. because of how high it is and how wide it is mm. that it was i wouldn't say it was a bear to get through the joshua tree forest it but i would say stressful. it was not enjoyable mm. yeah i think that their rig size made it 
not as enjoyable because of the cliff drop off thing we talked about. It was too wide. If they would have their jail diesel, it'd been like no problem. Nothing. Um, the Joshua Tree Forest, the the overhang yeah. with the size of vehicle they had, big issue. <clears throat> Um, and also the a big reason why we didn't go back to the the secret, uh, not so secret uh, forest <laughs> area is because one, we had too many rigs for that, but also because the brush and tree overhangs and stuff like that, I don't know if that rig could make it back there. Uh, so we had to modify some of tight. our plans. It was a good modification. I'm totally happy with what we did, but um, it did limit them in certain areas. Mm. But in other areas, it was like whatever. It was Taj Mahal. I was gonna say, I'm sure they were more happy than upset that they brought it. Yes. I think yeah, it was yeah. more like because they had the heat, because they had the full size bed, because they had the area to enjoy when it was raining, where everybody else was like, okay, I'm either gonna stay in my tent or I'm gonna sit in the driver's seat of my car. That's why I, I can't wait for my four wheel camper. <laughs> I, I, I wish yeah. they had more pictures of like yeah. the, their interior. I wanna see how they had the interior set up. Hit them up. They're super active. Yeah, yeah. Rob will send you a bunch of pictures. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah, cool. yeah. To be honest, they were both, they're, they're good people. Really good people. Good people. And, and and not to mention, I don't know if I already mentioned this, but Avis and Kristen are going to be doing the Rebel Rally mm -hmm. together. She's the yep. uh, Avis is the navigator, and uh, Kristen's a driver, and they're driving that Bronco that we. Oh, were yeah, talking they're taking about. the Bronco, yep. right? The Bronco. Yeah, it's gonna be rad. Yeah, and, and it was kind of funny because Kristen was she's a driver, man. She's a driver, so she was like goosing it, and, and yep. what do they call it? Yucking it or hucking oh, it? Hucking it. it. Yeah, yeah, hucking yeah. It. And yeah, then yeah. He gets on here, and Avis like, don't huck it yet. You can't huck it because we got to keep it good for. The <laughs> yeah, she's like, don't break it before the Rebel. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't do her justice on the voice. That was a terrible voice I did. But <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, was yeah, like, she was. It. She was like, "Don't break my fun." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I respect it. I respect it. What's I respect that, it. What's yeah. that? That uh, reel that's going around? Like, uh, Shamir, Samir, you're you're breaking the car. They're like doing a a, <laughs> yeah. uh, a yeah. rally race, and this dude's just destroying. <laughs> He's like, you're not listening to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I know yeah. What you're talking about yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but uh, Kristen knows what she's doing. She's a great yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah. So I, I am really excited to see what they put oh. down on the rebel and because i think this is avis is like second or third it's her second it. second i think it's oh, her really? second or third. So, yeah. she, so she is what oh, you would she, call a veteran Ooh, all right yeah so actually it's her second time because last year was her rookie year from what kristen told me gotcha so and she was with a different driver last year so this is kristen's first year driving i'm pretty sure yeah it is yeah and what most people don't realize is, is they're covering a lot of miles oh yeah and the the bronco um usually jeeps podium Mm -hmm. um, because they have such a great following. There's a lot of experienced drivers doing that stuff. Um, but Ford is like, dude, we want in on this. And, yeah. uh, you know, uh, they have a Ford Bronco. I don't think, I mean, they're not sponsored by Ford, but uh, they want to see their Broncos do well. So, hey, Ford, if uh, you're listening, yeah, you should definitely them sponsor them. Yep. <laughs> Moonshot, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, anything, anything helps. Right. So um, I want to get into the end of our trip because two things happen. Um, one thing pretty sad. I still want to see an update. Hmm. Um, we were leaving, uh, the Mojave trails at the very end. Mm -hmm. Some dickhead. I'm sorry. I had to say it, but that guy, mm -hmm. he parked his train and blocked the exit <laughs> or entrance. Train? Yeah. He, he yeah. blocked the, the train crossing where you go and then you, you air up in the little area yeah, and then yeah. you start driving to that 76 A&W root beer gas station yeah, yeah. That, that overcharges and, yeah, of course. you know, exploits you. But... <laughs> 
we uh we ended up um having to drive down the road it actually was a fun little road and i would have driven even faster had i known there wasn't any yeah anything the road. yeah i think we were but, doing probably 50 on that next oh that, next that last yeah, yeah. You just kind of, and it was smooth it was yeah. Yeah. very oh, yeah. smooth like almost like graded yeah i was gonna say it's well graded it was almost. right along yeah. the power lines and yeah, so yeah, we were yeah. mobbing on that for like what six miles or something yeah, like it was a little miles. while yeah and uh, we had to make it to the next one, which is actually where the 76 is. So it wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but as we're crossing, we started to notice traffic was like slowing down. And we're like, oh, I wonder why. We thought it was because all the Vegas traffic coming home from New Year's. Oh. Well, we air up. We're doing our whole thing. And um, Adam and I decided to break off and do our thing because the other people, they were staying with them to have a little driver's meeting for their Rebel Rally. Um, mm. Allie and Mike had to get home and Herb just booked it too. So Adam and I are leaving, and we get on the freeway, the 15, heading south, and traffic got really bad real quick. Mm -hmm. And we look over to the left, and there had been a motorcycle accident. Oh, shitty. Yeah. And it technically was Yermo. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Um, there was no emergency services. And it took us at least... 30 minutes yeah, to I was, I was going to say a solid 25 minutes. Oh, wow. But, well, you guys sorry. couldn't like cut over it to took like us, 40 It took us something? probably, we probably were airing, quote unquote, unquote, airing up for like 45 minutes. Yeah, because we were talking, hanging oh, out, yeah, saying yeah. goodbye. And then we got on the road and then we were in traffic for five minutes. And then it was probably another 20 or 30 minutes down the road before we even saw flashing lights. Yep. Wow. And so whether it was right when we jumped on the highway or whether it was when we were airing up, it was a minimum of 30 minutes before any minimum remotely showed up. Uh, and and I know. and it was a CHP commercial truck. It wasn't even like an EMT or a firefighter. Really? They were yeah. behind the the truck. Yeah. Because like the the truck he was talking about, they usually pull over big rigs and yeah, all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um well that he was the first one out, and then there was a fire truck that was entering probably like five minutes after him. Yep. And then we saw the Eighth. paramedic. But what I read on the internet, because I was following, I was trying to find an update. Like, did he make it? Did he not? Um, because we actually saw him laying on his back. Oh, uh, wow. It, he was People huddled around him, like shirt. Two lanes. Was like opened up like somebody was trying to give him CPR kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. And, then, and, and I found out from reading the article that, um, I mean, we weren't able to do anything. Yeah, like, yeah, there was yeah, already yeah, people yeah. there. Yeah, there was yeah. already phone calls. Um, so we were looky-looing just to make sure like everything was okay, but and there was people there because if not, then we, we were obligated to go over there and help. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a bazillion people we would just add to the chaos. Well, yeah. People were actually driving through the center. The dirt uh, medium. The dirt medium oh. because he was in the middle of the two lanes. In the road, so, yeah. Uh, found out that luckily there was a travel nurse that was oh. driving through and she was one of the ladies helping out. Okay, good. So um, she was there, so she at least had somewhat experience Knowledge, greater yeah. than just doing CPR. Because um, I'm first first aid certified, yeah, yeah. but I'm a nobody, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can put a Band-Aid on, but I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. But um, like you said, like these emergency service vehicles were late. Uh, not late, but they were so far away. I heard that they air evac'd them out. Okay. So they the the emergency services that we saw, they got there, they called for an air evac. And I was talking to Jason because he used to be a paramedic. He was saying that that's a good sign. Because yeah, they're not they they're not gonna medevac somebody who's like got zero percent chance. Yeah. Yeah. So my hope, and I haven't gotten an update, so if any of our listeners know, it was near Yermo at the end, but um hmm. it was on, on the fifteen north. Yeah, I think it was on the second. Yeah. Second, yeah. Yes. January second. Yeah, January second. Yeah. So, if anybody knows, please let us know because I was I'm really concerned about it for some reason. Um, but they air vacuum, which is a good sign. Hmm. So, 
I mean, he got Aldi, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, that and then also, you know, Ken Block passed oh, away the dude, same day. Right? It's, it's kind of just like starting to get off all yeah, shitty. We had, a, we had a really good <clears throat> trip and then like we enter back into civilization and it's just like we get smacked with two yeah. harsh realities. Yeah, with that one. You know how important, you know, like being safe is. So, yeah, being safe and also living life, man, because you never know. Yeah. You never know. Tomorrow's yeah. not promised, is what they say. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of one of the things that I want to look at more in the new year is <clears throat> not like putting things off. Like, you know, I, I went, you know, my first trip out of the country with my wife, you know, right before New Year's. And then New Year's, we got to enjoy Mojave Trail together. And I just don't want to slow down the forward progress of enjoying like what's out there and what I can get to. Yeah. I'm, young, I'm young. I don't have kids. Yeah. And I'm married. My Do wife likes to go out with me. It's like now is my chance. I'm definitely looking forward to those opportunities, making more friends, seeing the places. Um, and, you know, while I'm doing it, being as safe as possible. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. So. Well, so, so yeah, I started doing the overland kind of thing just because I want to be out there and experience all this stuff. And like, it's not, you know, gonna be too late eventually you know i'm gonna be yeah. too old to do it so i want to get out there and do it while i can so yeah, yeah there's this instagram audio that's going around that they're talking mm -hmm. about i think you actually posted I, it. yeah I, I did make a post about it just because i i don't know i've I, very rarely do i have things that like i just listen to it and i'm like oh yeah that hits home mm -hmm. and yeah, that was just one of the things that like it was very much so like i don't care if it gets any traction but like that was like for me to just remind myself that, like i need to get out and like well, yeah, well, and, tell them what it says it's something along the lines of you know you work your whole life. Yeah, you, to you yeah, yeah, you work you work to sixty five. Oh. The average life expectancy is seventy eight or seventy seven. That only gives you twelve years if you wait. Yeah. So live every day like it's your last and basically make the best of everything you can. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's way more it's way better if you listen yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, like it it's a sentimental feeling and you know, I I, I come from a family who they they like to travel, but it's kinda like doing the same thing and, mm -hmm. and there's never been like out of the country kind of thing. Um, and they don't necessarily live all that long. So like it kind of yeah. just rings through like, I'm not going to be here very long and I'm probably gonna be working the whole time, but I might as well use the time that I can while I'm not working to enjoy it with my wife or future kids, dog, friends, family, whatever. You know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You work your whole life so you can go sit in a lazy boy. Exactly. And watch, you know, I'd rather make my good, my retirement years, the early years yeah. and then while work you can the rest enjoy of my it. life. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> right. I kinda, and I kind of juggle that. It's like, I've yeah. always kind of been in an office that job. Balance, most part. Yeah. It's like I'd rather work an office job at 70 and have, been and be able to like Look travel the world the... or like travel America in my 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s and like look back on fond memories with mm -hmm. important people doing important things as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that was it, it kind of hit home. But uh, like you said, you know, the year kind of started off with some harsh realities. Definitely. Um, yeah. But uh, to finish the Mojave trip, <laughs> yep. we had so much mud on our vehicles. Oh, God. so much mud. And Adam and I were going down and he's like, I got to stop for gas because he's got a gas hog. And dude, yep. I literally could have driven from the casino all the way home and made it on a tank of gas. Yeah, really? talk, yeah, talk yes. about talk Holy about fuel shit, efficiency. Man. He sipped fuel. I want to say he, on he, he only put in Fuse five. He only put in five gallons when we were putting in gas. He was still at a half a tank. Well, I was over down. Half I, I was down Holy to a quarter, shit. and I have a twenty-six gallon tank. Chevy Colorado for the win, man. And yeah. my my tank's only twenty something gallons, but um, low twenties, and I put in the five gallons. But uh, when everybody was fueling up, I had over half a tank. I had basically two thirds of a tank. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then I put the five gallons in, and I basically oh, yeah. had almost a 
full tank again. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so it, it did really well. Um, and I was fully loaded. I was carrying an extra. I didn't have my rooftop tent this time, which is good. More well, aerodynamic, um, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, still, that really not, I had he's still that big a factor. He still got the awning on the on the roof. Yeah. He, still got, he still got the the shower, shower tent. tent. He still got the rifle roof cases. rack and the rifle cases. Yeah. Like, Fuel efficiency still wasn't going to get much worse or much better with taking the tent off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. and it's less of a weight thing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. With the washboards, you don't want all that weight just like yeah. bouncing. He he for sure had the best mileage out of everybody. No oh, shit. And that's still with like the gasser version of the Colorado too, which is mm -hmm. very yeah, impressive. not diesel. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even have the diesel. I have uh, the yeah. three point six gas. Um, but anyways, so we were so muddy. He had to break off, and he's like, "I got to go to Costco." And I'm like, "You know what? I have enough gas to get home. I'm just going to get home. I want to beat the Vegas traffic." Um, which the Cajon Pass was a little bit of traffic. wasn't bad. I, I think it was mostly looky lose on the Cajon Pass because I'm, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Because I, I actually ended up meeting up with Herb. I didn't tell you this. So like oh. Herb stopped at Freddy's Steak Burgers and he got his gas at Shell yeah, yeah. down the road. And then I caught up to him on the 15 in like Victorville probably. And then we're going. Yeah, Victorville. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're going down the Cajon Pass. And him and I are chatting because while well, he's eating his cheese curds, and we've got, our, we've got, we've got. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he was talking about Freddy's the whole time. He's like, every time I go through Victorville, I have to get Freddy's. Yeah, Freddy's custard, yeah. and I've yeah. never had it. We we were trying to get the entire group to go, and it just it just basically just fell apart. Um, <laughs> everybody wanted to go. Everybody everybody had different plans. Like the like you know, Robin Avis needed wanted wanted to go back north to deal with her truck and. They're having um, a driver's meeting anyways. And plus Jason yeah. and uh, Kristen go down the backside because they're in Joshua. Yeah, they split out partway through Victorville. I think even before yeah. you get to where the Freddy's is at. But I, I saw the Freddy's pass and I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to catch up to her. But I did. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, we're going down. We're going down the highway, chatting with each other, just buzzing down the highway. And and uh, then we get to the Cajon Pass. And it's basically like I see pictures. Like there was three or four cars pulled off on the side of the road taking videos of the mountain. Because it was like you see the backside oh, of Mount Baldy, no. and then off to the left you pretty. see like it was, the, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I would describe it as like driving through Utah or Colorado oh, wow. in like late or early winter, wow. right after they get their first heavy snow. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Like uh, when I, when you're a pretty scenic it, area, yeah. you saw yeah. all the snow. You saw the backside of Mount Baldy, Mount Baldy, and it was beautiful. Nice. And there was like people videotaping it on their cars, and there was no accidents, which is great. Obviously, oh, yeah. it was just there was a lot of people moving, and we got down relatively quick, um, but it was. Yeah, but you guys were behind me. Yeah, so I was way I was behind. Ahead. I was way behind him because like I had to wait in Costco line for like twenty minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm booking it down the fifteen and I'm making good time and I found out my wife wasn't even home yet. So I was like, because they were at like a dance thing, and um, I was looking up car washes like do it yourself car washes. Which by the way, I'm sorry, but I do this for a living. But Google sucks <laughs> when it comes to try to find do because it kept on sending me like car wash links to like the ones where the drive through the drive through ones oh, yeah. else. but there was none of the ones where you do it yourself i even said do it yourself car wash like i tried different searches whatever i said you know what norco which is horsetown usa they've got to have some sort of car wash that doesn't give a shit about all this mud so because most of them herb was telling us they like they run up after him like no 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 yeah, no you no, can't yeah. wash here yeah. and then Allie actually <clears throat> washed hers off in um san diego area carlsbad area and um it had actually said $20 service fee for overly soiled vehicles and everything else because they have to clean up the stall. Yeah, clogs the drains. Yeah, clogs, the drains, yeah. And yeah. clogs the drains and everything else. But it was late at night and she's like, fuck it, oh, nobody's yeah. here. I'm doing it, you know, and who am I going to pay? Yeah. Like, do I just, yeah. is it like an honor system? No. Anyways, so I found this place in Norco and I pull up because it was called the Dirt Stripper Car Wash. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Perfect. all right, if these motherfuckers yell at me for stripping dirt, 
then I'm like, you need to change your sign, sir. That's false advertising. That's false advertising. So I was like, these. I'm here to strip least, some dirt. At least I have somewhat of an argument yeah, if yeah. I pull in and some guy comes up running after me. I pull in and sure as shit, two attendants come running over and they're like, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh, fuck. in the back. I know. Of a bitch. So, so I was like, God damn it. I really need to get this mud off because it has salt in it. Yeah, you know? get, yeah. So, and it's everywhere, bro. Yeah. So, um, they pull up. I open, I didn't even get out of my car yet. I'm getting out of my car and they're running over and they get to my salt and they're like, hey, don't do it here. I'm like, oh. <sighs> and they're like, go around the back because there's a big rig wash, oh. like an 18 wheeler. Yeah. And so he said, the reason why I want to send you there is because these don't have as high as pressure, mm-hmm. as well as those have hot water, which will cut through the mud a lot what? easier. Yeah. Yes. No, it, when I say oh. this car wash was a complex, it was, it was a, a complex. complex. Wow. It was not a drive up. There's eight bays. There yeah. was probably 30, 30 bays. Oh, shit. And, and, and even the long, like the big shit. ones for the big rigs, it was long enough for a big rig with a 53 foot trailer to fit underneath the covered area. Oh, yeah. There's two stalls in each. And there was, so there's two rows, two stalls in each. So you could have two or you could have four pickup trucks in this covered area. And there was because the guy in front of me, he took up the middle and he was like, oh shit. And so when his timer ran out, he moved it forward, but he didn't leave. And he's like, he gets out of his car and he walks up to me. And I was like, oh God, is this guy? Cause I was already waiting. I was waiting about 15 minutes for him because he had his truck with a trailer with a razor on the back and he was washing everything. Everything, So I was like, oh man, I'm be here forever well he pulls up and he comes back and he's like hey man there's a separate coin system behind you we were credit card system yeah okay. and he's like use that i'll use the one in the front i was like dude thank you so now there's so many nice people at the car wash I oh like yeah <laughs> what's also cool about this big rig wash, wash is it has the higher pressure system it has the hot water with soap they also have a degreaser and they also have like 50 different settings but there's two levels to it because it's a big oh, rig wash. Yeah, you can yeah, you can walk up next to it and, and get, get up on roof. top of the trailer. That's was, fucking rad. Dude, I would because there was mud on my roof too. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like looking down on my rig, washing it down, because you always go top uh, to yeah, bottom. Yeah. And um, so I washed it all off. And oh. dude, I spent $35 in <laughs> like time with the hot water and soap. I didn't even use the scrub brush because Same. I didn't want to just be rubbing dirt and yeah, mud and scratching rocks. it in. Yeah. So I was just using the pressure washer with the hot water and soap. And I got that thing, what looked like squeaky clean, right? Yeah. And as I'm finishing up, like near the second half of my thing, all of a sudden, Adam pulls up. Oh, really? And I realized, <laughs> looking back at the group chat, because I had posted a video and I took a picture of the, the dirt stripper car wash. I think that's how you found it, yeah. probably. Adam was like, dude, you need to tell me where this is. And I wasn't answering because I was too busy watching. Because yeah, I, yeah. I basically tracked his his way home. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Him and I are in the same general general area. Yeah, and yeah. I was hoping Herb would show too because he has to take that way and then go down the 91. But anyways, um, I washed my whole rig. It looked actually pretty clean. I just bailed out. I was like, sorry, dude, later. Yeah, fun. I don't know if you noticed, but you were already washing by that no, time. No, I was, I, was, I was knee deep in trying to get the salt shit off of my soon to be rusty everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so i literally washed the whole outside i thought i did a great job i literally spent so much time on this thing spent almost 40 dollars in hot water and soap and uh i get home and i look underneath my the undercarriage and i'm like holy shit dude that's like Just a whole nother on still. whole nother car i need to wash so by this time it starts raining outside and at my house i haven't even unlo- i still haven't unloaded by the way <laughs> um i i unloaded my refrigerator that was it so I get out and I get my pressure washer out, which isn't even as high as yeah, pressure yeah, as yeah, the, the washer. Home one, yeah. And I start, I lay down and it's raining 
and I'm sitting here spraying the undercarriage, getting all the butt. It looked like a murder scene when I was done, dude. <laughs> it was so. T- I took pictures of it, I'll have to post it, but um, there was that much mud just on the undercarriage, and it was just as much as it was when I arrived at the main car wash. Yeah, yeah it was. So I, I obviously went to the same car wash as Ben. I spent what is it, for seventeen dollars or for seventeen minutes. It was. Or yeah, twelve minutes or whatever. It was like we spent thirty five dollars at like the main car wash, but then because my parking situation is a little different, I knew that I was gonna have to like actually wash my car before I went home. So I pulled into one of the other stalls after I did their like main mud removal section, and then like I actually like soaped the whole car, brushed the whole car, um, brushed the wheels, kind of thing. Like I actually like made an effort to clean everything off. I had brand new tires and wheels. This is the first time I ever used it, and I really do not want to have like salt erosion on oh, my finish yeah. on my brand new icons. No, okay. So that, that would really, yeah. I, I made an effort to keep them clean. So I, I went over and I probably spent like another thirty bucks. Yeah, you, so you probably spent like 60, I, I, I spent bucks. sixty bucks, and 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 this is a reminder to everybody that mud fucking is not worth it. Yeah, no. <laughs> every puddle, every mud thing, just don't it's, do it. It's fun. Like yeah. when I was in high school, like I aimed for puddles and all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, yep, yep, no. Now and, it's, and I even said on our way up to jo- when we we're doing the big bear run, I'm like, I'm not gonna hit any puddles. <laughs> Staying away from puddles. I'm not doing it. It's and like it a magnet, dude. The peer pressure is a motherfucker, dude. Well, <laughs> well the, iron, the irony is the last time I was on this podcast, I talked about how I went through a mud puddle and killed an alternator. <laughs> yep, and now yep. I'm going through mud puddles again, and now I'm almost getting stuck in neutral, like, yeah. on, like 300 miles from my house. Yeah, it's it's definitely, and we, we couldn't wait because some people were like, or sometimes people would think, oh, I'll just wait. I'll wash it like when I have time next weekend. Yeah. No, with this type of mud with salt, mm, yeah, you wash get the, it off. Well, that was the thing. Salt. Like, I didn't know it was salt until we were already in, like, by Traveler's Monument. I was like, motherfuckers. Dude, if, if I would have known it, if, if, if I would have known that it was salt, I probably would have said, can we just go around this? Because, like, I know what it takes to clean off salt. And it it's really to the point where you need to take your truck, put it on jack stand, suspension, full droop tires and wheels off yeah and get, get, get underneath it. it on a roller wear a swimsuit yep yeah Otherwise, that, like, that, i mean you could hose it like like you said completely yeah. clean visually it looks great yeah but your frame's now got a hole through it because yeah. three years ago you didn't wash off the salt when you went to somewhere the only good thing about the uh, toyota is having the c-channel frame yeah, yeah. i have a fully, <laughs> yeah. i have a fully box frame yeah and so all they the little, little holes along the side you just dude, stick your hose in there and hope same, it gets same it out. i haven't done that mine's a fully yeah. box frame but also i've got a frame from 20 years ago yeah. And a frame that at that time was very much so known for rusting to pieces. Yeah, the Tacoma too. The, yeah. my first the, Tacoma. Like the, 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 the late 90s, 2000s Toyota stuff is known for frames rusting to the piece, rusting to pieces, like putting your finger through it. Like it's not. Oh, yeah. It's a strong enough frame when it's working great, but when it's not working great, it falls They actually did, Toyota did a recall. A bunch of frame replacements. And they were doing oh, really? frame replacements on a lot of the Tacomas. Wow. And the Sequoias too. And, and Sequoias. And you had 10 years to get it done. Yeah, and I think they, they might have really? even extended it to 15 because there was guys, there's wow. there's people that in 2019 had frames replaced on 2006 Toyota Sequoias. Yeah. Because they, like, they had that, they had like class action lawsuits and same thing with the Tundras too. Basically anything late 90s, early 2000s from Toyota, they were using, I don't know, Some tin, of the best tin, vehicles tin can for. steel. They just had really shitty frames. Yeah. So like it, basically if you find a clean something in, in like Michigan, it's either had a frame replaced or they're hiding all the bad parts. Yep. <laughs> but... Yeah, it, like that's why. Like, if I would have known that it was a salt flat, I would have said, "Is there a way we can go around this?" Because I know <laughs> it's money. There's really not yeah, a way like, around and, it. And now, now, obviously, now I know. But at the yeah. time, like, I didn't know that it was a salt flat until we basically got to the other side, and I was like, "Oh, I 
even on the dry, even when it's dry and not wet and muddy like it was, you're still kicking dirt. You're up. still kicking dirt up there. Oh and yeah, it's salty and like my first in Tacoma, the first year we did it, it was all dry and man, it was. I could tell it went through some salt, and that was on a dry. And that's yeah, and I was gonna say, and that's and that's another thing. It's like when you have the wet mud with the salt, it's almost like a catalyst to make it happen ten times faster. Oh yeah, just yep. packs it in, just packs it in there, and then like the like again, C channel frame versus boxed frame. Like if it gets in there, like now you get a hole in three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so I mean that's why it just you know, lives in there, and it was <laughs> like it was like silty clay salt. Yeah. Like it was like super glued to the side of the car. Like you needed 5,000 PSI to peel it <laughs> think, off. Yeah. And it, and it took that. It took every bit of it. Like I'm washing the same clump six times. <laughs> Come on, motherfucker. No, it was. It and was then bad. I washed my wheel well and there's, there's, there is like Subway sandwich size chunks of mud coming off of my wheel wells. <laughs> Dude. Huge. No, you're not Huge. joking. No, and I by the way. It. And I can grab it with one hand and pick it up. Yeah. Like a piece of bread. Yeah. And shake it around and then it doesn't fall apart. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's glue. Yeah. I almost want to drive my Colorado to work all the way in Woodland Hills tomorrow. Just to get just like to oh, the drive rain. in the rain. Because it's gonna super be heavy storm. rain yeah. coming and yeah. it's gonna be during my drive to work. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I may even take my just to get big that. old chili Colorado. <laughs> because honestly, dude, like the I washed it at the car wash, got home, undercarriage, washed it parked it and it's been raining and all of a sudden i look under my car and there's huge chunks of mud still coming off of it dude and yeah. i pressure wash the shit out of that thing ellie now, posted a picture of that thing like oh you can see where i parked yesterday because there's just like mud all around yeah. that parking space now hopefully because we did some water crossings after that like it got Went a little bit a good out. chunk out of it hopefully because we did a little bit of soft it's sand. So sticky, though. We, yeah, we did a little bit of soft sand stuff, and then we did a little bit of water crossing. A lot of shaking. A lot of shaking. A lot of vibration. So, like, I think a good amount of it came off. So, I think as long as you washed it that day, you're going to be okay thoroughly. Like, as good as you could. Um, and that was my point about, like, we were ahead of schedule. Yeah. Because if we were on schedule, that would have been our last day. Yeah. And it wouldn't have caked on and baked on overnight. Yeah. So okay, I got time to sit and settle. Yeah. In. And it sat a little bit. And that's, and it did dry to a point until it rained again. But we did do the water crossing. I don't think the water came up to the frame, though. Uh, in the, on, did on both water crossings for me at least. It, okay, well then it definitely did for me because you're on thirty yeah. fives, I'm on thirty two and a half. <laughs> yeah, from my, I mean, it wasn't as deep. And I'm as, rounding as up for the thirty two and a half. Yeah, by the way, yeah, thirty two point three. It's a thirty two point four, but come on, it counts. But yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it wasn't as deep as it usually is, but it's still, you know, yeah, it got up there. Yeah. So and that and that ties back into like the last water crossing had some of the nastiest smelling water at the end. Ooh. I, w- I would say that I would say that arguably that was worse than the salt. Just we get smell. out of like we get yeah the smell I get out of the car and I'm like I'm almost gagging. Like I I don't like that like stagnant water yeah, with algae swamp smell. Ass, yeah. Swamp ass, swamp grass. Yeah. Swampy, swampy ass, swamp grass. Mm. Yeah, but overall, I do have a request okay. from one of our listeners, Sergio Proforex hey, Sergio. Um, he said, Ben, I want to hear your new rating because remember call we did the right. rating. Oh, yeah. Call us on it. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, he called me out and he's like, Hey man, I want to hear your new rating now that you did the Mojave trail again. Um, since our last episode. So I mm. forgot what the rating scale was. Do you remember what it was? You ranked it pretty high. Did you rate it like an eight? No, or I, I ranked it pretty low, but it was a zero to 10 scale. Uh, was it a zero to 10? I'm pretty sure it was a zero to 10. 
I, th- I think I put it right in the middle because like I was like, six. Eh, I thought that's you were like a six to eight or something. Because I was like, you're real hyped on it because like you just done it. So you're like, I, th- I think you ranked it pretty high. So here's this, here's this was your second time in the Colorado, right? Second time in the Colorado. So third time doing it, second time in Colorado. So, but you had a totally different setup this time than you did even last time, right? Each time has been different. Because yeah. you, ha- you didn't have the cab last time. So like your no, weight set up. Oh, did you? I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the rooftop tent last time. Okay, so but still totally different, different setup. Different camping. And experience. different weather and a couple different camp spots too. Yeah. Yep, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So hmm. I always say that this trail is in your rating of the trail determined by the group that you go with. True. And um, it's not a difficulty rating. It's an enjoyability rating. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's enjoyable with the right group. With the wrong group, it's miserable. Um, and so what I'll say is, is this group that we went with was absolutely phenomenal. Um, everybody was awesome. Great time, great company, no issues, no conflicts of, you know, personalities or anything like that. It was a good time. Um, and, and nobody was like, oh, I want to do this. So we're going to have to do this. And they're very like stubborn, you know, nobody was like the flow. Yeah. Everybody was chill. Everybody just wanted to like, have a good time. Her her was not my favorite, but he was like (laughs) his approach to it was my favorite, which was. I don't give a shit what happens because I'm taking a dab. <laughs> so, I'm going to take a dab time. and I'm going to have some good food and yeah. I'm going to enjoy my shit. And, and yeah. I always say on this part, it's about the food and the people. Yeah. And honestly, that's what made it. So to answer Sergio's <laughs> question, here comes. I would rate it, and I forgot what I rated it last time, but I'd rate it in my, you know, one of my top trails. Uh, it, it would be up in that eight, eight section on a scale of zero to 10. All right. Uh, See, only because. The people, but also because it is way more enjoyable than this truck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I it was would, a good time. I would probably echo that same number from an overlanding point yes. of view. Yes. From not necessarily a technical. Like, uh, yeah, like, all that, I, I tend to come from more like a Nepo and Kevin crawling, kind of view, which is like yeah. they've got Jeeps on 37s so and they want to crawl. Yeah. And they want to have some more technicalities. Um, it would obviously rank a little lower on that scale because there really is not as there's only one quote unquote technical section. It's where that washout is when you're doing that mountain pass. Mm-hmm. Everything else is easy peasy. Um, but from an enjoyability, it, from a view standpoint, damn near ten. Yeah, it's beautiful. Especially when you're looking at some weather like there's some snow or there's some rain. Yeah, out or, in the distance. Well, in that yeah. one section we camped where it was all when it, when it snowed, yep. rained, um, that was all foggy. You guys didn't even get to see the full glory oh, yeah. of that section. Exactly. We, yeah, we were kind of seeing it in the morning the following day as the wind took away the, the snow and the rain around 10 a.m., 9.30, 10 a.m., and it just moves these clouds, and you're kind of just seeing like all these buttes pop up out of nowhere, and these rolling hills, and this there's a huge plateau you didn't even get to massive see. plateaus that were behind us we didn't even know about, and all these crazy views because like where we camped was basically up in elevation, probably we were probably around four thousand feet, five thousand. Yeah, feet, it was like forty one hundred, I think, is what the so yeah said. we were around forty one hundred, forty two hundred feet or something like that, and it was um. It was definitely beautiful to see. Now it's obviously more of like the deserty landscape. So if that's not your cup of tea, yeah. whatever, but it's not the trail for you. But this was super deserty. It was more of like the higher. Location. It was like a high savanna. Almost. High desert. Exactly. Yeah. It was like and high it, savanna so it, grass. So it was. It was. It was uh. unique to see. I would say, in terms of views and like just understanding the like the awes of what nature can provide. Damn near ten. Um, as far as the overall trail, probably in that you know eight range, in my opinion. And that's mainly for me because of the people, because yeah. 
it is miserable in sections with washboards. Yeah. But you forget about those because you you start to remember the people you're with, the good times, the laughs around the campfire, the the food you ate. I mean, we had some bomb food. Yeah. Um, I think that's like the overall score is an eight for me because of that. Well, yeah. then you have the, then you have the banter on the radio. Everybody talking about how their rigs are falling apart because we're all going <laughs> down the road. Those razor chops just beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, that's that man. All right, nice. nice. That was a, that was a long episode. I'm sorry, we 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 went into a lot of detail, but honestly, <laughs> it was it was fun. Yeah. Adam and I went together. We didn't even talk about our charcuterie board. If I can. Uh, you know what? <laughs> we'll do that for another episode. Oh, you want to save it? Oh, or you I don't to... care. You can get okay, into it. Okay, because it actually has to do with the Mojave Trail. All right, all right. I just want to say it real quick. So. Um, uh, the first <laughs> night is like a meetup night. Everybody's getting off work and we all kind of meet up. We go gas up at the casino or nearby. Found out there's cheaper spots. Needles. Um, yeah. No, oh, needles. God, is way no, more not go anywhere no but there's a mile further than the Avi casino, casino. Past the casino oh. where Optoff Road. He said it was a dollar cheaper. Wow. Yeah. I always just get it. Because it was three, it was three ninety nine when I filled up at Avi on the Nevada That's side. Not bad, yeah. It was three ninety seven at my house in Corona. Really? Yeah, it was cheaper and even closer to where we got on the dirt the first time. Yeah. So, so they must have raised prices or something. But anyways, um, the first night we get there and I'm starving and Herb tells me he's stuck in traffic. So the food that we were gonna work on and eat together uh, wasn't gonna be there till 9 30 10 o'clock at night so um, I busted out a charcuterie board yeah. immediately because I, I had those pre-made Columbus or whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Cool. you buy them at like Costco or whatever I, I rip it open and um, I was like hi hey, everybody I got charcuterie <laughs> and I go are you even overlanding is this even an overland experience <laughs> nope. without charcuterie so I had to bring it and I whipped it out the first night so yeah Hey, it's a spot, man. You can't go wrong with like meats and cheeses and crackers and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You got that audio that's going around with like or the kid and the mom talking about their charcuterie yeah. board. Then yeah. It's like a real going around about how it's like, oh, are you even overlanding if you don't have a charcuterie board? Yeah. Nope. It's a necessity, but. Well, yeah. Cause, well, you were saying like, like, yeah, like those, like the cheese ball or something like that. Yeah. So we, yeah, oh, we, yeah, yeah, we were talking about this. The cheese, like, log. cheese log. Cheese log. And then with that the brought me back to it. like yeah. my mom every holiday season makes like six or like a dozen cheese balls and it's like cream cheese and a bunch of other stuff all mixed together. She balls it up and then she has like the crushed almonds on the outside. And this is something that like my mom's always done. It's always been in the family. Like it's been, a, it's a family tradition basically. So now I know that I, now I know that <laughs> I need terrible to like, for you. Yeah, it's absolutely it's terrible, but delicious. absolutely terrible, but also absolutely amazing. Um, so I need to, I need to bring one of those over for you guys to uh, enjoy the next time we're out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Cause I know my mom has some extra ones. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of cool things, too, that, I mean, most people think about the meats and cheeses, and it's all just kind of like the salamis and yeah, stuff like that, yeah. pepperonis. food type, yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, Herb, he actually brought, um, which I've, I follow him on Instagram, it's like this wild-caught uh, fish that they literally, they get it in Alaska, they chop it up, and they put it whole, essentially, in these cans, so it's like a canned fish. Um, and it stays good. It's great for like, you know, if you're a prepper or something like that, or if you just want to have some extra food that's, uh, doesn't require refrigeration mm. um, or, or cooking or cooking. It was smoked salmon and yeah. it tasted so damn good. It's very expensive, but it's very good. Cause I priced it out. I was like, Oh, I'm going to buy some. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I was like, Oh, like, oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Maybe not. Hard pass. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're doing a charcuterie board, you want to step your game up pro tip. It's like the, uh, we'll, we'll post it in, for this episode. We'll post it. And, um, it's this, uh, wild caught, you know, fish cannery place. That's very hipster. Uh, it, it, it'll, it'll up your charcuterie game if you want to do that. Yeah. And then he had some homemade like garlic 
sesame oh god spicy sauce thing so that good barely put a little bit on there and you could feel the kick oh, oh my god it was so good. very good though now herb typically makes the philadelphia cream cheese he oh, okay. scores it seasons it and puts it on his traeger and smokes it that Ooh. shit is stupid good herb is my my spirit animal. okay i know so we were out and okay uh matt Kester, no longer secondhand overland, but he's going to give me shit for this. But like, I almost want to buy a Scottle just to make this. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, Eric with uh, American Overland, he, it, it was, this is our dessert. Okay. We had a bomb at it, was a potluck. Hey, we're out of camp. Here we brought something for dessert. He breaks out the Scottle, gets a, a, a slab of brie cheese, <laughs> throws it in the middle, heats it up, you know, gets it soft, flips it back over, gets it real, real soft. Then dumps jalapeno uh, jelly on top Ooh. and just melts it into it. And then he gets to- he has all these little pre-cut little, uh, you know, uh, pieces of bread, toasts those, and then every- puts out a plate of them all toasted and everybody just goes in and dips into that shit. Oh, my God. Holy fuck, dude. That was good. I'm going to do that. Dude, no, I I I, I kind of just want to buy a Scottle just to fucking do that on. You have that really big one, don't you, Ben? I have. Oh, King, King Disc, Disc one. And Hold the key was dummy. so he 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 layered it with uh, for, for easy cleanup. He put tin foil down. Okay, yeah, he wrapped smart. It. Otherwise, you just have fucking a mess of cheese. But yeah, the worst part about all of us, like every there's like you know eight of us there, we're like oh that's cool. And then like we're like holy shit, this is fucking good. Next thing you know, we're all huddled around the thing on a you know cold night. We're all just eating this warm brie cheese with this jalapeno jelly. This? Uh, when we're up at Lytle, uh, Lytle Creek. Oh, oh that right? was when you did the trail cleanup. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh my God, that was like, he's like, hold on, let me prepare this dessert. We're like, what are you doing, dude? And like, oh, okay, I get it now. Fair game. Dude, fair, you know fair. what's funny? It's so good. Is the Philadelphia cream cheese comes that's what reminded with me. the aluminum foil. So it's like, oh. that's that's what it's wrapped in. You just, yeah. So you just, that's literally why you're ready. So then you can just good. like, you can just toast it and just cook oh. it and like all that other stuff. So, anyways, mm. um, that some instead of charcuterie, you can bust out some crazy shit like we just yeah. talked about. We need to do a whole other episode. Oh, wait, we, yeah, we need to do a we food need to get episode. Herb on God, here. Yeah, you guys got to get Herb on. He doesn't want to come. He on. doesn't want to come on. He doesn't I, like to talk. He, but when you're in camp, he loves to talk. He's so I'll fun just, at camp. I'll be uh, like, dude, take a dab and just get on. Just relax. We won't tell you you're on, dude. Fun time. He would. He would. Yeah, he's a good dude. To be honest, I think more or less it's the drive time for him. Yeah, a bit of a drive. Unfortunately, this was hard for a lot of people. I mean, I think it took him seven and a half hours to get to. The camp spot. Yeah, he, there was a flipped over car on the 91 that he got Ooh, stuck in. That it was in the fast track lane, too. Oh. So he was like, and yeah, he was buzzing along. Traffic, and I, was like, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. sucks. But, anyways, we'll, we'll yeah. dig into some more we'll, uh, we gotta do a food camp up. Cook, foodie cook up. tips. You yeah, know, we'll have yeah, to get somebody yeah. who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't know shit. Obviously. I know how to eat it. Yeah. You yeah. prepare it, I will check. I can it down. I can grade it and eat it. But <laughs> I'll give it I'll, on a five star scale rating. I mean, mm-hmm. I can do that. Yeah, the most exquisite mm-hmm. thing I made when we were camping was burgers. Yeah, it I smelled could, good. It I wasn't tartar this time. <laughs> 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 true, uh, true. All right. Well, we want to wrap mean, up. Get some. Uh, you, uh, you want to plug up some stuff or? Uh, you know, that point? Uh, I do have one plug. It's actually happening on Saturday. Um, it's the Breakfast Club for Rigged for Dirt. Did you see that? I did. I did. Yeah, yeah that's a cool County. idea. Yeah, um, yeah. The mini will not be up and running for that, but I'm going to try to at least make it out there. I don't know if I can or not yet. Uh, would love to kind of go check that out. Is do that a little... rain or shine thing? I'm sure. Yeah. I th- we posted it on our stories. Because yeah. the weather moves around like crazy right now. Like it was like, hey, we're not yeah. going to have any rain this day. And now it's tomorrow's going to dump. It's, yeah. on, it's on a Saturday. It's, yeah. Okay. It, it's at a 24411 Ridge, uh, Ridge, 
route, RTE drive, route, 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 route drive, Laguna Hills, California. Um, yeah. Look it up. Rigged for Look Dirt. Up. Rigged Go for check dirt. out their Instagram. They posted yeah. it up. Rigged yeah. for or, Dirt, which is a podcast. Kate the Jeep. He'll have it posted Kate up. The yep, he posted Truck it. Truck truck face. He'll post it up too. And yeah, we have it on our story as well. But yeah. Yeah. Well, fun little meetup. Yeah. We'll, we'll try to make it out there. I'm not sure if we can. Or when I say we, I mean me. But yeah. I don't know about what you're doing, Jared. But I don't know. Fixing your truck. Fixing my truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, that's my plug. Cool. Cool. I'd like to plug a few things if it's if it's all right. Absolutely, uh, Jason and his wife Kristen with um, you know Opt Off Road. Mm-hmm. Yep, killer people. Uh, I know we talked about them with the podcast. I know Ben talks about them. You know, and quite frequently, <laughs> yeah, frequently. always. Yeah, it's because they're good people. Always. Yeah, they're, yeah. the reason they get, you know keep getting talked about, about right? is because they're good people. Yeah. And, and I, I could tell you tell pretty quick who the people you want to be around are and who the people you don't want to be around. Um, and those are people that are definitely good to be around. Yep, they have good heads, good head, you know, good heads on their shoulders. Um, good attitudes, people, welcoming. you know, welcoming. They're the kind of people that like, if you don't want to cook, they'll, they'll cook it for you kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, nice. they're, like they're the people yeah, that have yeah, your back, yeah, basically. Yeah. That's cool. They um, literally gave us <clears throat> the shirts, not off their back, but they gave us shirts. Yeah, exactly. They, they, yeah. they had shirts that were part of, like they like they have a thing that when they do Mojave, like with other people, like the shirts are part of it because that's where the Opt Off Road logo of the Ram started. Oh, really? It actually started. They basically spent like half a day getting their vehicle unstuck from like oh. wanting to follow a ram up into the mountains kind of thing. Oh, cool. Afton so, Canyon. Oh, all yeah, right, so, all so right. he, they were telling us a story about how the company started and like how it got its mascot and all that good stuff. And it was, really? it was interesting to see. I didn't uh, know that. That's rad. Yeah. And then, uh, that's about it. Oh, sh- shout, shout out to Avis and Kristen <laughs> as well for, you know, doing the rebel rally. Like they're, they're prepping for that. So mm-hmm. when that's all up and running, you'll be able to watch them and track them. Cause I think online, like you can track actively, like how close people are to oh, can you? different yeah. ways. Oh, I didn't know Rob you could saying, check it so. online. That'd be rad. I, I'd, I'd have to get the details from Rob on like uh, how to do it. Jesse and Crystal are going to be doing it too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have to check. It'd be yeah. nice to see like how people are competing. Cause like, I guess they have to like, they were telling us all about it, but basically like you get a tracker and I didn't know much about it before, but they get a tracker and like, they have to using the stars and, <laughs> right? and, and an astrolabe, vibes. they have to yeah. figure out like where <laughs> they have to go. Um, and then they like hit a, they hit like this little GPS tracker deal. And like, that's how they get points if they're like close mm-hmm. enough. And it's less of a time thing but more of like a distance to and accuracy thing. And I thought it was a rally to me usually mean no, cause they have a speed r- limit too. Yeah, yeah. And like they're like, there's limits to speeds Not in some sections. Like there's, there's different kinds of, of, of sections basically. I, I mean, when I hear rally, my mind goes to like, like the, Dakar, da- like the Dakar right? rally yeah. where they're like, how quickly can you traverse this section? Yeah. It's not like there's any limitations. It's like, here's your class, just go. Yeah. Um, whereas yeah. with the rebel rally, it's more it like how accurate are yeah. you? How good are you at what you're doing? can you stay within parameters of this section? So it's not just how quickly can you go? It's, yeah. it's distance time. There's strategies around mm-hmm. keeping your rig, the longevity of it. Cause it's a long race all off road. So yeah, there's well, like, point do deductions. You wanna, yeah. Like, you, do you yeah. want to, do you want to air down to this PSI or, or this yeah. PSI? Because we're expecting to go over this kind of terrain versus this kind of terrain. So like, if and you're going to like, this is important and mm-hmm. gas is important too. Cause like it, it, it all gets tabulated in. Um, but you know, shout out to them. Cause like, that's a really impressive thing to do. Um, and they don't live close either. I mean, like Avis and uh, yeah, Rob live yeah, in Utah. In, yeah, they're, they're in southern together. Utah. Yeah. And then Kristen's obviously, they're out in, you know, Joshua Tree, Yucca Valley area kind of thing. So, like, that's that's pretty far from each other. And but they make be, it happen. Yeah, to be to be running as co-pilot and driver. Like hopefully, that's, hopefully we can get them on 
in like you know, after the uh yeah we already yeah, talked about it they're That'd gonna give us a recap of it that'd be rad i want to have them on before <clears throat> yeah no, before and after the before and yeah, after yeah, story yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so because we had jesse and uh, crystal on they yeah. they were gonna yeah, do it Jesse's last done it year before. but they put it on hold till this year so they're a gonna, little more practicing yeah they're gonna compete against each other yeah and, and you know we can't take sides because we love them both yeah. but um i definitely think there's some stiff competition this year oh yeah with the drivers and and the navigators and, and the vehicles too. And the vehicles, because mm-hmm. the thing is, and I've heard this, and they'll probably slap me for saying this, but um, there's a lot of competition in the buildup, and the like. Oh, what are you doing it for? Oh, we're just doing it for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other people, no, no. Like, there's a whole mental game that oh, goes yeah, to yeah. it. Too. Psychological game. So, there, yeah. I mean, I think it's funny. I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to performance and how they're actually going to do, but. Um, obviously I'm rooting for those two teams to have, I just hope everybody has fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're hoping, to we're, finish, hoping, we're hoping for the two of them have to a good, do very well. Very well. Like yeah. that. Very well. Yeah, I don't care if it's one, two, I just want them to go one, two. Yeah. So. All right. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a few out. I got a couple. Sorry. Um, I want to shout out, uh, Nepo 4122. Yep. He's got a, uh, brand new, uh, shackle and fair lead you can get. Sick, dude. It's sick. I actually Factor ordered one. Factor 55 Did is you? cool, yeah. but... I would say, like, having seen the Factor 55s and having seen the 4122, and, like, I'm I'm friends with Nepo outside yeah. of the podcast and hanging out and whatnot, he... Uh, he full racks, disclosure. He, he, yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> he racks his brain on how to make something unique, but also utterly capable. Yeah, functional. At a, at a reasonable price for what is being sold. Absolutely. And it looks <clears> cool every time. Yeah. No, and, yeah, you know function and you know design like yeah it, it looks really rad too and yeah and you multiple colors like you know you can mix and match the colors and all that stuff it's yeah yeah like, like the it. winch shackle fits into the fairy yeah it yeah. locks into it and it's yeah, yeah it's so it doesn't really well as much yeah and, yeah it's cool man yeah i, I saw it when he when he was talking about it i didn't really understand and then i saw pictures of it i was like damn that is cool yeah and i think he's also i don't want to like screw the pooch on this one but oh. I, I think he's also talking about maybe doing some other things that have similar design. Yeah, they kind of go together. Views, yeah, but also <clears throat> provide other utilities. Well, he just released that new, and he even tested it too. It was like a 30,000 pound breaking point. Yeah. That was the D-ring. It wasn't even his product. Yeah. So they were doing the the strength test on it, and it was a recovery point for like a hitch. Yeah. Um, it's just basically a loop that looks really cool. Uh, again, all the colors provided, but uh, they were doing the strength testing, and the only reason why it reached thirty thousand pounds at a breaking point was because the D ring that was part of their machine testing broke before his broke. Before yeah. his broke, like, yeah. I don't think his had any Mars on it even before it got to that point. It no, like, wasn't it even pr- looking like it was stretching. Yeah. No, it could do way more. So yeah, I mean, if you're looking for some products for recovery, Quality product, yeah, yeah, that are also you know winches, even just toe strap, yankum rope type uh, connection points. This is the way to go. Well, and that's another thing too. It's like he's most known for the winch, or sorry, for the hitch slide. Uh, the hitch slide, which works for most people. But if you have an aftermarket bumper, that's a real high well, clearance like with, me, a, with, a, with a hidden, you know, hitch. That other D ring style of slide and hitch yep. recovery point is a rated point. Yeah, so you have a center there, so. recovery point. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, you know, what's funny, and I don't know if this is a bad thing to talk about it, but there was another company. Oh, I don't yeah. even know who it was. They yeah, Adam got into that with that guy. And they, yeah, they I know the name, but I don't know. We won't. Yeah. Well, we won't talk. I will talk about the product though. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that, it's that good of a product. It's a hitch slide, carbon copy. Yeah, it was. I would say 
After I looked at it a few times, it was like a 90, percent. 95 to 98 percent <laughs> okay. identical. So it's a, it's a, it's a close. It's it's a what is it? Pater, fraternal tr- twin, not yeah. a it's, identical it's twin. Basically, he so. he took Nepo's original design before Nepo made his finishing touches on it, and then sold it. Yeah, and then yeah. put his name on it. Now, if it was a one-off, it's one thing. If it's something that he now offers, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, at the end of the day, imitations. Pat- imitation is don't a steal form somebody of flattery. Else's idea. Yeah. Yeah. Just Even but, the, but buy it from forty one twenty two because theirs is proven, it's tested, yep. and it's better. Like yeah, you it's said, original. It's not quite one hundred percent the other guys. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a patent on it too. So if yeah. you knowingly purchase from somebody who's breaking patent law, like there's some moral ambiguities in there. Yeah. yeah for you as a exactly. person. So. Yep. Yep. I agree. Sorry, I just totally <laughs> took over your. your <laughs> no. No. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Talk it up because that's my plug. So yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I also just want to shout out, uh, Kate Jorgensen TV and Overland Four Low. Um, he, you know, YouTube channel, he's got a lot of great content on different trails and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he just did the, uh, Burns Canyon run that we did, got some cool footage from that. Um, you know, great guy, great community, the Overland Four Low, you know, uh, kind of helps people out with like, you know, doing trails and stuff like that yep. and getting people together basically and stuff like that, uh, putting the community together, which is rad. Um, I think he's also working on putting a trip together that we're all three talking about for uh, mm-hmm. mid-ish February too. Yep, yep. So. Yeah, we were talking about that as well. And then uh, my last little plug is um, our uh, YouTube channel. We're going to try to start getting some YouTube we started videos. started a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to like get like some kind of content for you guys just to see what we do. Like we talk about these trips. So we're going to try to start filming them. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. We don't. We have no idea. I so, didn't even know we started a YouTube channel until I saw Jared post something. So that's, <laughs> that's how much I'm in the loop on this. Yeah. So we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. So don't judge us too harshly. But we just want to try and get you guys some kind of content, like some visual content. Like, you know, we're talking about, we're, oh, we're doing this trail here and there. And they're like, well, what the fuck are they talking about? So like, it, we're going to try to put together some video content essentially Shit, we may even want to do the podcast with some video yeah, who knows we, we might start yeah, working might, on might it become a part of it yeah yeah we want to we want to integrate that but like you know, we're baby stepping it so and then next you want, thing you know we need to hire a jamie just like joe rogan yeah yeah that's gonna happen hey jamie look that up <laughs> hey jamie google something but when i yeah. tell you it you don't have to use any of the words that i use yeah have you, have you listened yeah. have you noticed it <laughs> he so is like, joe rogan's like hey, fucking mind, google, google this this and this and jamie's like there's no way in hell it's gonna pull up because <laughs> <laughs> like i I'm, I'm a younger guy like i know yeah, how google yeah, works yeah. ben knows too yeah, yeah, and we're Ben and I are sitting here like, well, I ain't gonna fucking pull it up. Anything. <laughs> no, he's type type in cruise line. He wants to see a specific. He wants yeah. to see a specific spirit cruise in Alaska <laughs> look, three look years at, ago, and he's like, pull up cruise line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Oh, Anyways, but yeah, the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can just it's you know the average overlanders, uh, you know, on YouTube. You can like search it up. I think it's in our link tree on our uh, Instagram if you really want to look through there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, got one up. We're gonna try and get work on getting some f- better footage for you guys just to just kind of see what we're talking about sometimes so yeah no it, i'm i'm terrible at recording content i mean oh, yeah. I, I bought well, a drone i didn't even bring it with me yeah <laughs> uh, yeah all the drone footage you know shout out to nepo because he did <laughs> he provided yeah, drone ne- nepo does like to get his drone in the air with yeah him. yeah and uh, i will say if anybody wants to drive with me like they ride and fly mike, the drone um, <laughs> get some footage for you mike yeah, uh, flatbed tundra. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, but he wants to drive. Yeah, yeah, I need somebody who's willing to ride with me <laughs> and shotgun. put up with my uh, my yeah. yacht rock. Yeah, um, and fly a drone. If you know how to do that, you're welcome on any trip with me, man. Because we need to get some footage. It'd be it'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are my plugs for tonight. So, 
Well, cool, man. Well, yeah, again, this Saturday, Rig for Dirt. Just want to keep that one up there. Look yeah. up for the Keitha Jeep as well as Rig for Dirt. Just go follow and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, Figure it out. So, Oh, and one last mm. one. Sorry. Yeah, no, get it. Hulu just dropped a new season oh. of Letter Kenny. Oh. Allie did not. She didn't. Know. I asked her about it. She's like, oh, I thought it was just because they're saying they're offering it now because she thought it I was all over. new season. Oh, no, because they had Shorzy. Which had his own little he had his own spin off. off. Yeah, yeah. But they have a new season of Letter Kenny on Ooh. Hulu. So sorry if you're in case a total you didn't nerd. know we're yeah. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where that came from. Yeah. So uh, go check it out. All right. All right, everybody. Thank Happy you for New jo- Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Hope Year. Hope you all had a good one. And uh thanks for joining us in uh twenty twenty three.